0: welcome to the Steve Tra show on demand don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute
1: in Jersey, a in the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio Steve East keeps you in the Jersey no from seven till 11 live local and live Steve Trevelisse sunny Jersey 101.5 Weekday night, Steve's loud, the golden light. Call him at
2: 1-800-283-101.5
3: Ah, halfway through the week, here we are, Wednesday night in New Jersey, Steve Trevelisse. Hanging out with you till 11 o'clock. Trevia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. You know how you don't really want to get out of your house to go see a movie, right? We're going to give you a digital download of a new Nicolas Cage movie called The Old Way. Maybe a new movie, but it's called The Old Way. Even though The Old Way was going to the theater, you can see The Old Way the new way uh, by winning it tonight. On uh, uh, Trevia, with uh, Gemini's going to be here, Mark Ricardon is going to be here, Jeffrey Paul's going to be here, Justin Gonzalez is going to be here, and then we got Tiramisu Lou coming in at nine o'clock. He's going to not only does he make the best Tiramisu, and it's so good that he ships it to shop rights across New Jersey, but uh, he also has the story of how Tiramisu came to be the Viagra of desserts. So you're going to want to stick around. And he has come up at 9.10. In the meantime, uh, I want to start with this because I find it fascinating, and we never talked about it, of all the things that we have talked about. uh, Artificial intelligence, AI. Not talking Alan Iverson. Artificial intelligence. Not talking about Andre Iguodala. uh, Artificial intelligence. uh, It's basically uh, software that can write by referencing its vast repository of digital information. It know, it has access to everything that's out there. And it uses what it knows, which is books, Wikipedia, articles, other online, whatever's been written about this topic, it knows. And it takes. And it regurgitates. And it writes. And what it wrote, uh, Alan Alda, who has a podcast, a really great podcast from what I understand. I love Alan Alda. You know, other people, Alan Alda could easily just spend the rest of his life doing card shows, living off me and Hawkeye Pierce. But instead, that's so far in the distance from what Alan Alda has done since MASH uh, that he's actually gotten a hold of Mike Farrell, who played BJ in MASH, and Alan Alda for his podcast uh, got you know commissioned an AI to write a script, write an episode of MASH. Uh, it was written by Chat GPT. And Alan Alda and Mike Farrell did the script read, and the New York Times wrote about it. And basically, um, what it came down to was the fact that uh, they didn't, it wasn't as good, it was an attempt. It wasn't as good as the original mash, like it didn't capture the flavor, even when Alda said, make it funny. Still didn't reach to the mash level. They typed in "make it funny." He, Alan Alda ordered the AI to make. He got the script, and it was, Bleh. and he got make it funny. And basically, it's got to do with uh, Hawkeye. Uh, it was they were arguing over boxer shorts or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they got he got Mike Farrell. Now they're both like eighty-three years old now, or something like that. They got Mi- Mike Farrell and Alan Alda did the script read as Hawkeye and BJ. And it was forty years ago last week. That the last episode of Mash aired, uh, which is called uh, "The Last Goodbye." Uh, so, what I want to talk about here, and also uh, Olivia Dunn from Westfield, who's a gymnast for LSU and uh, very hot, and everybody likes oh. to download and watch her watch her work on Twitter and uh, I mean on uh, TikTok. So she put out on TikTok a cactus AI ed basically promoting cactus ai as a homework tool and lsu not crazy about that lsu said what
4: well you know when a some when someone is you know increasing their not only their sports but also a sport that isn't as popular and all of a sudden she's like let me tell you something let me show you the cheats
3: no no no, yeah exactly let me show you how to cheat yeah and she was doing it as basically well i don't have time to do homework i go here And LSU basically said uh, this statement, at LSU, our professors and students are empowered to use technology for learning and pursuing the highest standards of academic integrity. However, using AI to produce work that a student then represents as one's own could result in a charge of academic misconduct as outlined in the Code of Student Conduct. As in, you do this, we're going to get you.
4: Isn't that plagiarism? Yes, it's called. It's yeah. called plagiarism. Like that's the first thing that we go over in every single college class. Like that—that's all they did last year. They were like, uh, "This is this, and this is how I know that you're cheating." So then, you know.
3: Yeah, but-, <laughs> but now they're talking about more and more jobs that could be lost to these AIs. Oh yeah. You know, they're going to take over uh, writer jobs. Now, the thing about writing, you know, and you know, we part of our job is we write. And we have to write two posts a day for our website. Uh, and a lot of, you know, it's a, it's a creative outlet. So if the AIs are writing posts, if the AIs are writing newspaper stories, if the AIs are covering events, they're working off what's being fed into them, what they're able to find and going forward. Do they have, they don't have original thought. No. They can't, they can't t- unless you tell them, what, unless you pour in what's going on, they can't use that. But uh, a lot of people are going to be affected and all different walks of life, which we'll get into. But what I want to know, one 800 Now, the difference here with Alan Alda and Mike Farrell is that Alan Alda embraces the AI. He loves the idea. He thinks this is fascinating. Mike Farrell, he's a little bit afraid of it. He's scared by the AI. He's like, you know, he sees the damage that it could do. So what I want to know, one 800 where are you? As far as the use of artificial intelligence goes. How do you feel, Rob?
4: I I don't like it. And I will say I don't like it because we're coming off of a pandemic. And right. I'm, not, I'm not bringing it back there. But what happened when everything became very easy, for, especially for me in school? And I'm saying that for the fact because you're doing now schoolwork from home. Which means it's very easy access to get things just in case, hey, you know, you did the homework, just send it to me, boom, there it goes, it's done. When you ha- when you put that in the hands of someone like, you know, a younger generation, that means that you're not going to – you're, you're going to give them – Less to really take in for homework. You know, oh, you know, Olivia Dunn just did this. Now I can do that too. And the whole thing about homework is, yes, we may not like it. Yes, we may, you know, it may be annoying, but it's also supposed to take in what you learn learn from from that day. Right. So when you're, you know, oh, man, like, I, I didn't really pay attention in this class. Let me... Let me, let me just get this done and let me, let me just put this whole math sheet into, you know, this, this website and it'll do it for me just like that. Now, you're going to be at the test, and you're going to be like, what is going on? I don't remember learning this. I don't remember learning that. Well, if you
3: get to the test point. Yeah. But if you get to the point where I just need the, I just need to get this done, I don't care about this class. I have no interest in it, but I'm stuck taking it because I go to college. That forces me to take electives that mm-hmm. I don't really need to take my money, and I can say, you know what? AI, do this for me. And I can beg it that way, uh, knowing I'm never going to use it again. Of course, it, it ruins the spirit of AI. But, I mean, it ruins the spirit of taking the class. You're there, supposedly, to learn something. But as far as the AI goes, it's, again, it's, it's not, you know, it depends on the level of acceptance of people. If it affects your job, if it affects your life, you're going to be against it. If you could care less, then you're not. So, I mean, as far as, like, if it could make your life easier, then it's a good thing. If it's a threat to you, then it's a bad thing. You know, one 800 How do you feel about the whole idea of artificial intelligence? Chat GPT, Cactus AI. How do you feel about all these services? I've got a list of jobs that could be lost. 12 jobs that AIs can replace in the future. Where do you stand on it? one 800 1015 How do you feel about the idea of uh, a MASH episode written by Chat GPT? And uh, also, as I would throw it out there, if you could get a script read, if you could bring a couple of actors back to do one more episode of a sitcom, what would you like it to be? Who would you like to see come back? As they are now. figure they're going to write a script, almost like a reunion episode. Mm-hmm. You know? Who would you love to see come back? Who would you like to check in on? 1-800-283-101.5. We've got a long list for you. Do you know anyone who's being held back from what they want or need to do or had to stop doing things altogether because of pain? Have you heard someone say, don't do that anymore, or I can't because of my hip, knee, foot, back, etc." If pain is holding you back, you can do something about it. You need to go to Trinity Rehab. Does this sound familiar to you? I went to the doctor. They gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills, told me to follow up in a week. Well, Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you have ever tried. No prescription needed same-day appointments, fast results, Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. And no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Florida Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Here's New Jersey 101.5 fast traffic. Good am All right, so uh, Alan Alda And Mike Farrell as B.J. Honeycutt, Alan as Hawkeye Pierce, did a script read for a M.A.S.H. episode 40 years after the last episode, as in within the last couple of days. And it was written by a chat GPT, an A.I. How do you feel about A.I.s? Uh, Are you embracing the idea of artificial intelligence or are you scared by it? Do you think it could put you out of work? 1-800-283-101.5. One 1015 I don't like it because I think more than ever right now we need humanity, and I think this sucks humanity right out of the universe, and that's the last thing we need right now. And if you could bring back a TV show, if you can get, if you can get a new episode with the current here you know, with the actors from an old TV show, one episode. Who would you wanna who would you wanna check in on? Who'd you wanna hear from? John's in Manchester on New Jersey one oh one point five. Hi John.
5: Artificial intelligence. I mean it starts out with term papers and it's computers building computers. Next thing you know, the robots take over the world. I mean, we've seen
3: the movie. <laughs> you have been watching the Twilight Zone on Meet T V, John? It's called Terminator. Remember? Yeah. Okay. i uh, will be back. Okay. He's back. He's in Jersey now, Arnold. Arnold is Stockton University.
5: And, and I'm not worried about my job because some jobs don't really require intelligence. You know, Steve.
3: Well, I know. I know. I happen to be doing one. <laughs> but what about you? What's your job? I'm a I'm a chef. Oh, you see that? We don't need brains. We just need food. <laughs> All right, all right. See now, if you could bring back a TV show, John, if you could get us, if you can get a new episode from an old TV show, what would you want? Well, uh, it
6: wouldn't it wouldn't be able to go on air today? But All in the Family.
3: Oh, it would absolutely would be able to go on air TV today. That's what would be so cool about it. You know? Are
5: you I, kidding me with the politically correct situation we
3: have? You know what's funny about that? If you go to MeTV. Uh, which is an oldies channel that's all over the place. If you go find MeTV, they rerun, an antenna TV, they rerun All in the Family all the time. It's on. Nobody has a problem, right? For whatever reason, it's on. But check it out. But, yeah, I, I would love Archie and Archie and Edith today. Oh, my God. Stainful. Joe is in Foster County on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Joe.
7: Hey, how's
8: it going, guys? Good, buddy. How about you? I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, I use uh, I use Chat GPT all the time at work, and I'm am a big proponent of it.
3: What do you do now? How does it work? How do you use it?
8: Yeah, I mean, it just gives you a little prompt. You can type in uh, like whatever you want. You could say, write an essay on uh, on like any given topic, and it'll write it for you.
3: But I'm now, a, what do you do, Joe?
8: Yeah, I'm a software engineer for a drone company. Um, we we build big cinema drones, and uh, one of the things that I've been using it for is uh, just when I write code, I give it to ChatGPT, and ChatGPT will go through it and analyze it for me. I've actually become probably four or five times more productive since Chat GPT has launched just because I can have it kind of write the outline for the code, and then I just modify it and send it and actually use it. And it, it kind of just speeds up my whole process. It's, it's making me a lot more valuable as an employee.
3: Well, let me ask you this, though. Like you were saying, so it's doing all the work and you're basically able to do more work of the next step. But how much knowledge, you know, how much of the research that it's doing that you used to do are you not learning because you're not doing it, if that makes sense?
8: Yeah, I mean, I still, it helps a ton to know everything. So I I don't really have ChatGBT doing anything that I don't know how to do, Right. because it messes up a lot. It's not super perfect. But when I have it working on something that I already know how to do, I can kind of have, tell it to do something and then I can adjust it and tweak it at the end. And it kind of just takes away a lot of the legwork that, uh, that I would normally be doing. But I still have to actually do the work. It's not, it definitely can't replace me. It just augments me.
3: That's a good thing. You know, because there are a lot of jobs, Joe. Uh, Joe, if you could bring back a show, what would you want to bring back?
8: Uh, if I were to bring back a show? Uh...
3: One new episode from an old TV show. What would you want? The-
8: Is my favorite of all time. It has to be the
3: Sopranos. And in that episode, they it's it's as they're coming out of the diner. (laughs) And just a shot of what's outside that diner. Is it a coroner's truck? Is it a police car? (laughs) Is is it a couple of bodies thrown out? You know, that would be great. (laughs) Thanks for the call, the New Jersey 101.5. Um I, uh, as I said, I write a couple of articles a day for the website here at New Jersey 101.5, nj1015.com. And a lot of what I do, uh, I'll interview people, have them on the show. Like last night, we had Eric Legrand on the show. We had Joe Satriani on the show. And we record the interview. And then there's a software called Otter AI. And I buy it, it uh, costs me $100 a year. And I'm able to rec- put these recordings into the otter ai and it will spit out in you know it'll print the you know the um you know what they say it'll transcribe the interview so then what i now transcribes the way people talk so you got to go in and correct the spelling and have it all make sense and everything but it's an incredible it's a really productive tool now as far as ais are concerned where are you on this? 1-800-283-101.5. The AI, does the advent of AI worry you? Is it something you embrace or is it something you repel or see as the threat? And also, uh, since, uh, did you see this? Hawkeye and BJ did a script read from a MASH episode that was written by an AI.
9: Oh really? No, I didn't see that.
3: Alan Alda has a mm. podcast, mm-hmm. and he th- used an AI. Alan Alda loves the AI. Mike Farrell, not a fan. So they had a script read done, and they did had a script. The AI, they asked the ChatGPT to write a script, mm. and it comes up with a script that uh, they they did the read, and it wasn't it wasn't up to par. It wasn't a good yeah. even after Alda instructed instructed to make it funny. It still didn't reach the level of mesh, mm. but it tried. So, uh, I mean, as far as, like, how do you feel about the AI? But if you could bring back, if you can get one more episode from an old TV show, what would you want?
9: You know when I didn't like how it ended was uh, Entourage. I want a do-over. I'd like one more uh, episode of Entourage, one big grand
3: finale. Let's try it again. Okay, this time with a better Vinny Chase. (laughs) Uh, A better Vinny Chase and a turtle. It's 7.30. Now, the latest New Jersey 101.5, Steve Trevely. So, uh, Alan Alda and Mike Farrell uh, did a script read of a MASH episode written by ChatGPT. Do you worry about artificial intelligence? Are you embracing artificial intelligence? Does it work for you? Does it work against you? Uh, some people feel threatened by their their jobs. Over it. There are 12 jobs that robots will replace in the future, according to Savium.com. And if you could bring back a TV show, get one more episode from an old TV show. I don't care how old it is, we'll resurrect the actors. Who do you want to hear from? Brad's in Monmouth County on New Jersey 101.5. Brad, where in Monmouth County are you? I'm in a Red Bank, Steve. Oh, okay. So
10: what are you thinking? I, I think we should harness any type of uh, new technology. Do you not?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there are people who don't understand it, who are afraid that it could take their jobs, and it will take jobs. And then there are people who could use it as a tool for their job. Now, where now, where are you? How does that affect you in your work?
10: Um, you know, I I think it could affect people a little bit in every job, but in reality, that's been since the beginning of man. Right, technology comes in, takes some people's jobs, right. and new jobs are created from it.
3: All right, so do you use any kind of artificial intelligence?
10: Uh, I'm in marketing, so from a creative standpoint, it might actually take over some people's jobs, but again, it's going to benefit the greater good, so I think it's fine.
3: All right, but here's the thing you're in marketing. So now what do you do in marketing, Brad?
10: Uh, I'm in advertising specifically.
3: Okay, so your job. Go ahead. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Say the say, say what on you on
10: the business side of things in uh, advertising.
3: Okay, now advertising, perfect example, right? Advertising. I imagine you're a big fan of Mad Men, right? Uh, did you ever see Mad Men?
10: Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with it. It's, okay. it's on my TV show. I would bring back that Steve.
3: That, do you do yourself a favor? It's really good show. But anyway, all right. So advertising, your job, or if you're in the if you're not on the business side, if you're on the creative side, advertising is all about creating. It's all about ideas, right? Absolutely. Artificial intelligence doesn't get. It doesn't have ideas. Artificial intelligence takes the ideas that are already out there and Absolutely. finds them and gives them to you. So your job, you wouldn't be affected by by an AI in the advertising field.
10: No, correct. And I think the creative people would then be able to take all those ideas and then spawn something new from it. So from that standpoint, I think I like it. You know, I
3: agree. I agree with that because what it will do, it will find things that the creative hasn't thought of or has, yeah. hasn't learned about, and then take what, what, you know, Every everything that's created came from something. So you would take that creativity, put your own spin on it, or take it to the next step, and then it becomes your idea.
10: And I think more importantly, like, uh, in terms of what it could do for medical research,
11: mm-hmm.
10: cutting down on government, like, bureaucratic red tape, Eliminating jobs in the government? Steve, I think we'd agree with that. It's not the worst thing.
3: The only problem with eliminating jobs in the government and the reason that they don't eliminate jobs in the government, and you know why that is, Brad?
10: Why is that, Steve?
3: Because there are so, like in New Jersey, right, every town, has a has a has a sheriff an assistant sheriff and a chief and an Mm -hmm. assistant because all those jobs are held by friends and relatives of the voters and nobody wants to vote uncle sal's job away (laughs) so seriously you think i'm i heard that dennis said this once but it makes such sense right i mean the superintendent at central regional who quit his job made $193,000 his assistant What did the assistant do? Get the coffee? He made $186,000. But you're never going to vote that job out because if you vote one of those jobs out, now you give all the kids free lunch. But you don't do that because, oh, my God, my cousin so-and-so has that job in this town. and Uncle so-and-so has that job in that town. And that's why you're never going to get rid of those jobs, although it would be a great – AI would be a great step. But, yeah, I mean, I I get your point, though. You make a great point in that, you know, it'll help creative by giving them an idea of everything that's out there that they can spin off of.
10: I, I just, uh, men, men women should never run away from technology. You should always embrace it.
3: All right, you're bringing back a show. What would you bring back, Brad?
10: Oh, oh, this is easy. The office, Steve.
3: Whoa, my sons would love you. Good job. And with Mike, with Mike Scott. All right, let's go to Rich is in Lebanon on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rich.
9: Hey, how you doing? I'm
3: good. How about you?
9: Good. AI, little scary.
3: Why? why? Why is it scary to you? Back
9: in my day, we, uh, you know, if you were out, you were out. Nobody knew where you were. But with AI now, they can always track you.
3: Well, that's, the, that's a tracking. GPS can do. Your phone can do that. You don't need AI for that, Right.
9: Yeah, but you know, how we can't control our phones, how are we going to control a robot?
3: No, no, the what the, the understand what AI is, it's artificial intelligence. So basically, it can it can write. It can take what's out there and write it for you. Uh-huh. You know, it could put things. It could find ideas. It could it could gather information and put it at your disposal. It could actually write TV scripts like it did for an MASH episode for Alan Alda and Mike Farrell. It can do homework, as uh, you know, as we found out at LSU when Olivia Dunn, uh, you know, promoted it on uh, TikTok, only to be uh, reprimanded theoretically by LSU, which put out their own statement saying, "If you do this, and we catch you." You're out. Uh, so basically, you know, it's it's a tool. But on the other hand, it can also replace jobs.
9: Oh, absolutely. A lot of jobs. Yeah. See, I, I work in a steel mill, so...
3: Well, you're going to be I fine.
9: A lot of numbers.
3: Yeah, you're not uh, going to be affected. I don't think you'll be affected by AI.
9: Oh, sure. It's a water-propelled right now with a computer-generated uh, program. Right. So... Absolutely, it could be replaced.
3: All right. So now,
9: probably a whole lot of people, a whole lot quicker than like training. Teams.
3: Well, what do you do? At, what do you do at the steel mill?
9: Well, right now I'm doing shipping and receiving, but we make uh, containers for large amounts of liquid.
3: Well, somebody's got to physically do that, right? That's a physical job, is it not?
9: No, we
3: oh,
9: run a mill.
3: Oh, okay. See,
9: so so make sure the tube's straight and the weld is good. And that's the whole job.
3: But can the robot do that, or do you physically oh, have absolutely. to know? Oh, it can.
9: I do it. Well, I it,
3: the only thing is, if it missed, you know, I mean, human error is one thing. Machine error, there's nobody to check. Rich, what, what TV show would you bring back?
9: I would bring back Welcome Back, Carter
3: ah barberino
9: absolutely
3: i like that i like that and horse shack. ooh, ooh, ooh. alright oh! I 283 1-800-283-101.5 i used to get far i used to get barberino when i was a kid i got Barbarino and i got chico because i was basically tall and wore my head the same way I one to 1-800-283-101.5 uh how do you feel about artificial intelligence Is it going to take over? Can it be controlled? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And uh, since they used it to write a mash script, if you could bring back one new episode from an old TV show, what would you like to see?
0: This St. Patrick's Day.
3: How do you feel about AI? We're not talking Alan Iverson. We're talking artificial intelligence. Basically, there are a lot of people worried about this. How Old all does not, he embraces it. And on his podcast, he uh, commissioned the ChatGPT to write a MASH script that he got Mike Farrell to come in and reenact with him. Not as good as MASH, but it could be done. And uh, Mike Farrell, he worries about it. Where are you? And if you could bring back a new episode from an old TV show, who would you like to hear from? Al is in Howell. We call him Howell Al on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Al? Hey, how you doing? Good, how about you?
6: Pretty good. Um, so uh, as far as like uh, using AI, I, I currently use it now at work. Uh, so I have an optometry practice uh, right. in uh, in Hadlet. And what we do is we, we generate contact using ChatGPT. Right. And we create um, uh, novel art, artwork, or, or like decor on, the, on websites for uh, with MidJourney.
3: When you say you generate content using ChatGPT, what does that mean?
6: So, um, when you want to make a, a website like about a, an article, it gives me like a skeleton. Right. So, so, like for example, when you go
3: ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead.
6: So, like, uh, like if you have, I don't know, have you used ChatGPT at all?
3: I haven't used that. I've used uh, Honor AI to uh, transcribe interviews and stuff. But from what I understand, like what they did, they used ChatGPT to basically write a TV script. And it yeah. can only go so far. So you're saying, you now, what, what type of content do you use it for?
6: So for example, um, you know, whatever products and services that we offer, um, I'm able to present the information in a, like a more novel way instead of like kind of rehashing it in the same way that I've read. Right. So it makes it a little bit easier to, uh, and you know, what, what, what is super helpful is the, the fact that it can, the content it creates is like the grammar is perfect. It's really clear, has a nice beginning, middle end to the to the article. So it ha- it really wraps it up really like in a bow, you know?
3: <laughs> but does that, does that? I mean, does it take the human element out of it? Or does it make it just seem like it's too perfect? Or are you, you know, it, this, are you taking credit for it? Or is the robot really writing it?
6: Um, no. Uh, well, first off, we, we have to verify everything that we put out. So because we're responsible for what we put on our so website. So
3: you're saying this is ChatGPT GPT that wrote this.
6: No, no. I'm saying uh, it, with like they write the like I have it write the skeleton. In other words, it tells me where to put the introduction, right, the middle of the page, like what topics should go. Like it gives me the organizational structure of the article that I want to write, right. So, um, so it, it helps me in that regard. But no, the, the the stuff is written by me, just with the assistance of that.
3: Okay, if you can bring back a TV show, what do you want to see?
6: Bringing back a TV show. Um, I'm a sci-fi nerd, so I, <laughs> I. I, I I love Battle Star Galactica. If they can bring that back, man, like, like, they like, tried. I know they did the reimagined version. Yeah. And that was good, too. All right. But I would love to see like, the old stuff, like the, the,
3: the Lauren Star- Green stuff. Of yeah,
6: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All
3: right. Thanks for the call The New Jersey 101.5. Sal, Joe, Rich, Lisa, stick around.
0: New Jersey 101.5. Weekdays, we talk. We talk. And weekends, we rock. We rock. It's mad. Traffic, instant weather, and Jersey's greatest hits keep you moving all winter long. Listen weekends on your radio, our free app, and NJ1015.com.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Trouble is. Talking to you until 11 o'clock. Trevia coming up at 10. We're going to give you a download so you can spend the night while the snow hits outside watching a digital download of the movie The Old Way starring Nicolas Cage. But that comes up at 10 o'clock. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5 of the topics. Gemini'll be here with Mark Raadana Justin Gonzalez, Jeffrey Paul we got the term Lou coming in talk about the dessert that can uh, really bring pep you up so to speak we'll talk uh, but right now we're talking about AIs artificial intelligence uh, we have chat GPT which uh, wrote a script a mash script that Alan Alda and Mike Farrell actually did a script read of within the last couple of days uh, we also have uh, Cactus AI, which uh, Westwood gymnast Olivia Dunn, attending LSU, uh, did a TikTok video promoting it as a homework tool. LSU said, don't do that. That's plagiarism. Could result in academic misconduct charges. Uh, but where are you on it? 1-800-283-101.5. It could threaten a lot of jobs. And since uh, they wrote a mash script, if you could get one new episode from an old TV show, who would you want to hear from? Let's talk to Joe in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Thanks for waiting, Joe.
12: Hey, what's going on? How are you?
3: Not much. How you doing?
12: Not too bad. So I kind of like have mixed feelings about this whole uh Chad GPT thing. Okay. I've used it before. Um I'm a college student. Right. And um I've seen both sides. I've seen professors that try you know and ban uh using Chad GPT for assignments. And I've also seen actually I, I just had a professor this semester that uh tries to work in collaboration with the Chad GPT and makes it a part of the assignment. So I feel like the more uh, we have technology, the more technology is advanced, the less people have to work, and that can be a potential problem for further, you know, uh, educating our uh, future generations because, uh, you know, we we don't even know how to write now. People – younger people don't know how to physically write they right. only know how to type right. and that can be a potential issue because you're not always going to have access to a computer you know i work in the medical field and i know sometimes i have to uh, write on paper and i've got reports from people that i can't even write their handwriting that's how bad it is you so, know what
3: doctors kind of usually play. have horrible penmanship right yeah, true. Right. But but I mean, but getting back, though, the A.I. has nothing to do with the writing because they've been trying to wipe out cursive writing for years. I love I think we all should be able to write, handwrite cursive writing. I'm not a fan of removing it. Uh, I don't want to. It's harder to sit there and print the word than it is to write the word. And you're going to have to do something with pencil and paper. You're never going to wipe it out completely.
12: Right. However, the um, AI still, uh, it has a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, uh, what's it called, a lot of a lot of things that we used to teach in English classes, uh, uh, you know, how to uh, write properly, how to make a argument. Right. Uh, a lot of these things are going to get a lot easier nowadays with technology we have uh, because people are not going to have to look for these words anymore because they're going to be getting it from AI. So that can be a potential problem for future generations because scary, you're going to rely on a… You're going to rely on a robot instead of having the skill yourself. However, it does help us in a lot of things when we have to sit down and write an uh, entire essay or a uh, medical report that we could just put in the information and we have the entire uh, uh, narrative. It does make it easier. So I have mixed feeling about this, um, and, you know, we all have to uh, acknowledge that this is a reality and we have to work in collaboration with it. That's what right.
3: I if you could bring back a TV show, what do you want? One more episode from an old show.
12: Not a very old show, but definitely Trailer Park Boys.
3: Trailer Park Boys. All right. Okay. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Rich is in Mine Hill on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rich. Hey. How you doing, Steve? Good. How about you? I'm just fine. Thanks. Um, you know,
1: I thought Joe made some good points, and but I'm in favor of AI. And, and I can see where he's coming from, where... You could stifle the ability of critical
3: thinking for people. but Do you-, you or do you spur it? See, this is the thing, because originally I thought that too. Okay, now people are not going to have to think for themselves. But on the other hand, if the AI, if the knowledge given to you by AI is a stepping stone, then would it not spur more critical thinking?
1: Right, exactly. In fact, I think in a lot of technologies and, and uh, medical fields, things like that, it could accelerate or advance the thinking of the human being to make advances even faster than they might have been if it was just without the AI helping. And it, you know, there is a, you know, obviously the possibility of certain jobs and, and industries becoming obsolete because of AI, but that's been going on it's since the industrial revolution. But so it's different. It's,
3: it's different it in different. that the jobs that were being wiped out were more uh, physical labor jobs as sure. opposed to human feeling jobs. Like, for instance, you know, you, you wiped out buggy whips or you wiped out uh, blacksmiths because we went to the car. That. You know, you wiped out telephone. Okay, you wiped out telephone operators. And is that better or worse? You know, when when I call my phone company, it drives me nuts. But if I could call the phone, really, if one, and you know what, the thing about the phone company is that, you know, on the one hand, it's all about the phone communications. And the first thing they do is take away the person you're going to talk to. And then if you actually hit enough prompts and buttons and drive yourself crazy enough going, speak to a representative, speak to a representative, speak to a representative, they'll find. Put you on the phone with someone who does not speak English. The English speaking people are speaking to the people who speak Spanish, I think. But it doesn't, but you know what I mean? So, but yet, customer service is uh, part of the departments that could be wiped out by AI. Now, when you go there, could, would the, you know, the reason, you know, why do I want to speak to someone on the phone? Because if I explain my situation, they understand my situation, they will now go fight for me. You know, the AI is not going to do that. The AI is just going to give you the rec- the information it gathers. It's
1: just going to have the rogue questions that come up. Sure, I get it.
3: Yeah, but that's, you know, that's one of the problems. If you could uh, bring back a TV show, Rich, what do you want? Well, I want to bring back Six Million Dollar Man. Really? Yeah, Billion Dollar Man. Do you can
1: mean- do it? Go uh, it happen- and you can have an AI go into that type
3: of storyline, too. They kind of did that already, right? I mean, we kind of live that now, don't we? (laughs) We might be in a dream. We don't know. Uh, Very possible. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. There was once an old uh, 60s Japanese animation show called Tobor the Eighth Man. Uh, Look it up. Tobor the Eighth Man. Basically, if you go back and look at that show, uh, you know, this, this, this guy who gets shot and a professor finds him and he rebuilds him using, um, not so much bionic, but well, I guess what would be bionic parts in the 70s. But he basically, you know, runs faster than anybody else and, uh, could have been the beginning of the six million dollar man. So one 800 we have been talking about this for like over an hour. I, got, I can get you on if you call right now. I got an open board. How do you feel? About artificial intelligence. Do you see it as a tool or do you see it as a threat? And uh, Alan Alda on his podcast, along with uh, had a a MASH script commissioned by a chat GPT, by chat GPT, and uh, did the reading with Mike Farrell 40 years after the airing of the final episode of MASH. So based on that, how do you feel about AI? Is it a threat or is it an ally? And if you could bring back, get one more episode from an old TV show, I don't care how old, we will get the actors back, living or dead, to one more episode. What show would you like to see? 1-800-283-101.5 Steve Trevelis, are you in the market of flipping homes? Well, Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage will help you get your home sold fast and for the most money possible. Warren and Bonnie acquired a home in Plainfield as part of an estate. They decided to sell it, listed it with Rob and his team who employed their world-class marketing getting 43 showings and multiple offers in only 10 days on the market. The home sold for $350,000 and that was $15,000 over the list price. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Rob's multi-market, multi-million multi dollar marketing strategy is experienced negotiating attracts the best offers from the most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukanski at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com or Google RobSellsNJ and start packing. <laughs> It's fast traffic. Artificial intelligence. Do you see it as a tool? Do you see it as a threat? Uh, we're able to do so much with it now. Are you using it in your job? 1-800-283-101.5. Alan Alda has a podcast and he commissioned ChatGPT to write a script for MASH for uh, Hawkeye and BJ. And once he got it, he got Mike Farrell, who plays BJ, to uh, do the script read with him. Now it wasn't as good as the MASH episode, but uh, it was pretty good. And uh, even after Alda told it, they commanded the Chat GPT to make it funny, uh, it still was kind of weird. But uh, it could be done. So one 180283101.5. Based on that, your thoughts on Chat GPT, but also, uh, if you could get one more episode. You can get the actors to come in, do one more read, one more episode of a TV show. What would you want to see? Go back as far as you want. Do you want to see The Odd Couple again? you want to see Ralph and Cramden and Norton? They've tried that a number of times. You know, it's just it's hard to believe that they would stay in that apartment that long. Uh, but that's what keeps it, you know, if the Honeymooners got rich, it would probably be Roseanne. Uh which they never should have taken off the air, but anyway, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Now, the other thing about the uh, ChatGPT, there's a number of jobs that could be threatened, 12 jobs that robots will replace in the future. Now, this is from Saviom, dot com. Customer service executives, they say, uh, don't require a high level of social or emotional intelligence to perform. Many companies now rely on AI to answer those facts and customer support questions. Chatbots are not only becoming a significant part of customer interaction, they support a lot of internal queries as well. See, I want the human being I want to feel like I'm talking to somebody. And if we go in this direction, companies are going to save money, but at the same time, they could make more money by having someone there to talk to. Someone there who speaks your language, someone there who can relate to you, and who you can understand. And I have to keep going through. I'm sorry, could you say that again? I'm sorry, could you say that again? I'm sorry, could you say that again? I'm sorry, you have no idea what the hell they're saying. I don't even know what country these people come from because they make no sense. Dave is in Oldbridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Dave.
10: Hey, Steve.
13: What's going on, man? I'm good. How about you? Yeah, good. I'm actually in Woodbridge.
3: <laughs> you are in Woodbridge? Okay. Yep,
13: yep. Yeah. So, Steve, I got a couple of things for you. Number one, yeah. I just fainted in my living room when I heard you mention Tobor the Ace Man. There he is. Like, Oh my God, I remember that show when I was a kid. I, 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 can, I can say the theme I can sing the theme let me hear you sing, the theme, let, me,
3: like, oh my let God. me hear you sing the theme
13: He goes Gold Tobor, the, the eighth man, man. Goes, oh my God how about this you How know about this about
10: Tobor, the eighth man?
3: Dave, there's a prehistoric what? monster who came from outer yeah, space, yeah, came created from outer- by the Martians <laughs> to destroy the human race. The FBI me? is helpless, it's 20 stories tall. <laughs> what can we do? Who can we who call? Who can we call? Call Tobor, <laughs> the, eighth man. the eighth man. Oh, my
10: God.
13: Uh-huh.
10: Uh, Steve, how old are you?
3: <laughs> I'm old enough to see Tobor, the eighth man. In reruns.
10: Yeah, 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 All right,
3: yeah. so tell me, so tell me. What, but you know what? How okay. close was that to the $6 million man? Yeah, it was pretty close. I mean, we were talking about the 60s. No, but I mean, when they did the $6 million man, right? The idea oh, yeah, yeah. that they rebuilt this oh, yeah, guy. They got died. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. it from the 8th yeah. They stole it. <laughs> they stole it.
13: And you know why they
3: took it off? You know why Tobor got taken off?
13: Well, I was a kid, I don't remember.
3: He got his energy from smoking cigarettes.
13: No, oh, that's why, yeah. And oh, <laughs> now nah,
3: you're yeah. right. uh,
13: right. What do you think about the AI? <laughs> I AIs? know every day. Yeah. All right, so check this out. So. I worked in computers for 16 years in D.C. before 9-11. Right. And artificial intelligence, a couple of those agencies that end with A, you know. Right. They were working on that back in the 80s. Yeah. So so the thing is with artificial intelligence, though, here's the problem. Right. Number one is artificial, which means it's based on humans, which means there's going to be mistakes because there's nobody perfect except my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um. number two... It's, it's okay to use it for algorithms and doing TV shows and stuff like that. But using it to cheat on testing college, that's just low. And that should be, anybody that does that should be kicked out of college. That's just lazy and stupid. I mean, come on, man.
3: Well, that's what they're doing. All right, give me a TV show yeah, no. you want to bring back.
13: Well, Steve, I got the, two of my, there actually was three, there were three shows in the last 45 years. These are my favorite shows of all time. Person of Interest was just a cool, oh my God, I love this show. Oh, Marry with Children. Mm-hmm. I actually went to the, sec, the next to the last taping they ever had you did? I was in LA. Yep, I sure did. I met the whole cast. I knew every show. I, I it was. We, we didn't get out of there until twelve midnight.
11: Okay, okay.
13: <laughs> and my third show is uh, Alias with um,
3: Jennifer Garner.
13: Remember Alias? Jennifer yes, Garner. Yeah, Jennifer Garner. Oh, that show. Oh my, that show was amazing. All oh, that show was just fantastic. Yeah, you know, Person of Interest
3: was so far ahead of its time. It was it was too good a show to be on CBS because they had no idea what to do with that show. No, it was on WPIX. No, person of interest came in reruns on WPIX. It started. On oh, CBS. oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was on Tuesday nights at ten o'clock, and it was. Uh, yeah, I remember? Yeah, Ma- yeah. Michael Emerson was uh, a Jim Carvazel. Mr. Reese. Right, Jim Caviezel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Caviezel, Mr. Reese. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay. I forget. and the girl from Sex Life was in it, too. She's really hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, and uh, and uh, yeah. Fusco, <laughs> the, 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 I forget the other guy. was Right, in. Fusco, yeah. Right. <laughs> it was too good a show. They didn't know. It was such was a, an awesome yeah, show. About the machine. The guy developed a machine. Yeah,
13: machine numbers, right, right. <laughs> yeah, to fight terrorism. <laughs> yeah. And he got a yeah, whole... Yeah. A,
3: a, really, you know what? They, they should have done more with that. Dave, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Ashley, please hang on. I want to give you more time. Your thoughts on artificial intelligence, your thoughts on AIs, your chat GPT, uh, do you use it? Do you see it as a help or do you see it as a hindrance? Do you see it as a threat? Uh, Hawkeye and BJ did a mass script read from one written by chat GPT. If you could get one more episode from an old show, what is it you love to see? It's 830. Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ NG- 25 New Jersey weather brought to you by the New Jersey Golf Show. It may be winter outside, but inside the New Jersey Expo Center, it's golf season. The New Jersey Golf and Travel Show is March 11th and 12th. Shop, compare, and save on golf equipment, apparel, and accessories, even vacation packages. For tickets, go to NewJerseyGolfShow.com. Steve Trevelis, artificial intelligence, chat GPT. I went all the, uh, had a, MASH episode written by ChatGPT. Alan Zoy Bells went on the show many times. He used to write for Saturday Night Live, uh, wrote for Gilda Radner, wrote for Gary Shandling, and he tweets, as unnerving as it is that ChatGPT could string together a story to thought it could do something with the same wit and brilliance of Larry Gelbart or any of our great comedy writers is patently absurd. Although I must admit, uh, as one who does this for a living, I'm also quite relieved. And that means that when the, when the ChatGPT B.T. did it. It just wasn't as good. Ashley's in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Ashley. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. It's, it's actually funny what um, what you're talking about today, I, uh, tonight rather because I was just having this
14: conversation with my boyfriend this afternoon and oh. how scared I was, but also how um, how, how how much intelligence, how much AI has gotten? by over 30 years, how much it's improved and done. It's, it's scary to level five. I'm more at the scared point than I am at the amazed point, but it's like also amazing. So I can't. What are you I afraid of? One or the other. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, so here's the thing. See, all right. They have this website called Mid Journey. Um, it started on a server. There's this thing called Discord. Right. And you can join a bunch of different servers. It's like a bunch of different chat rooms for different websites, different games, different, right? All different things. I, I, I go into that and it's a whole other. I can take an hour. So they they came they came and started off on Discord and they decided to create this website because they got a lot of they got a lot of um, attention out of this. Basically, what you do is you write in a few words. So you write cat and it's free. Okay. Right, right. AI, they have the ability to generate. The AI itself has the ability to generate an image, a cat and a tree. Right. And they'll pull up four images, and you could pick one of the images, and then it'll enhance the image. So, like one image will come up with like two cats in a tree. One image will come up with like a huge tree. Like So you don't want the tree in the background. You want it to be in the front of the camera. Kind of like, like the, the Google
3: pictures where you could take out whatever else is in the shot, right?
14: Right, right, right. But okay. the, the, the robot, like the actual AI, is generating it. Nice. And then you go and pick out throughout the pictures what you want, and then it will generate it better to the point of what you want.
3: But why um, does that scare you? Well,
14: there's another one. Well... Basically, it's like another language, think about it, because pictures, I mean, images, they they cross borders, right? So, we're um, having this chat this afternoon, and there, basically, I was listening in on the company's um, office talk. They had an office talk this afternoon where yeah. anybody that was part of the community could listen in. And um, there was a man who was asking a few questions, but his ideas were startling. He was uh, saying how it's the language of the future, and how you know you can read. Uh, I mean, you can't read as quickly through your text if you see if you got a five text say, you can't read them as quickly as see five images.
3: No, I um, see what you're saying. All right.
14: All right. But also what's startling, and since you asked me what's startling about it, I'll go. With, I'll start there.
3: But go fast. That. I got to move on.
14: Okay, okay, okay. So I, I saw this, uh, another website that's kind of acting as right. the, the journey website. And it asks you for, like, it could literally, they're pulling images from people all over the world. Right. anywhere
3: they could pull them from. so yeah so basically the they're pulling information their uh-huh. ai uses whatever information it has so the only uh-huh. thing it's not going to give you something it's not going to give you new information you have to put the new information in which i guess would add right? to its bank ashley if you could bring back a tv show what would you want um
14: 45
3: all right I like that Lou Jennifer love you It. let's go through uh, Albert's in Yardville on New Jersey 101.5 hi hey, Albert Hey Steve how are you I'm good how about you good good um, I'm not gonna um, I'm not
15: gonna be as deep as as your previous caller but you know when when I started listening to this conversation do you remember the character data from start Star Trek it was no Dana it, it was like a data D-A-T-O. Oh, data. No. Yeah, he was like he's—he's he's almost like an AI character. He's a droid.
3: So that was Spock.
15: Uh, and, uh, well, had you—Spock hum, had human emotions. Yeah, he was,
3: he was, was part human, part Vulcan. Vulcan,
15: right? Right, and they made this guy. A lot of episodes were based around trying to get him to exhibit and experience human emotions. Right. And and almost every time they did something horrible went wrong. So when you were talking about the script for MASH it, it just kind of brought that back to me is that you know yeah it might be informative like you said it's it's only as good as the information that's in there but you're never going to get any of the human element out, out of it. So you're 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 not going to get humor, you're not going to get your sarcasm, you're not going to get Well you'll get it,
3: but it's not see the difference is you'll get it It gave you sarcasm, but there's something about comedy, there's something about sarcasm, something about writing that comes from the heart that is like, I don't know, one emotion touching another emotion. So what the AI gave you was not from emotion, and I think that's why it fell so short.
15: I I agree 100%, 100%.
3: It gave you the material that somebody else may have written, and you may have already laughed at, and maybe that's why.
15: Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's timing to it. There's right. voice inflection. You know, there's so many things that go into, you know, a good poet reading poems or a good comedian putting it out. Well, they did the read singer,
3: but I, yeah. the chat box only did the writing. It did not do it did not do the read. Alan Alda and Larry and Mike Farrell did the read. Larry Gelbart yeah. did the original writing. But the what they the script that they read just wasn't as funny, probably because Larry Gelbart... Now, think about this. If Larry Gelbart were writing this, if he were back from the dead, if he were writing this, he created those characters. He knows inside what makes them tick. He knows how they would have aged. He knows he could write what they would have thought as they aged, where they'd be right now. So then he writes that script. Meanwhile, the A.I. only knows those characters from 40 years ago and whatever they found funny then. And, you know, what, even even stuff from the 70s comedies that you see doesn't always hit. So yeah. that's probably the disconnect. Albert, give me a TV show you want to bring back.
15: It's a little obscure, but it's a show called Wise Guys. Um, uh. the, the, the basis of the show was, uh, you know, it was an Italian guy who had family connections to the mob, but he was. Uh... You're talking about Ken Wall? Yes.
3: One of my favorite TV shows of all time. I had Anthony Dennison on a couple of weeks ago, who played uh, a Raglan and the John Raglan in the show. One of my—I'm trying to get Ken Wall on, so stay tuned. You—you you may get lucky. I may get lucky. One 101.5 All Jersey. New Jersey one oh one point five is giving you the luck of the Irish. You can win free New Jersey lottery scratch offs plus Wakeman's gift card. Just listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our app to win free New Jersey Lottery scratch-offs and a Wegmans gift card. There's three lucky winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, New Jersey Lottery and Wegmans Food Market. Stop by your local store or order at Wegmans.com. May the luck or the Irish be with you. From New Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevelis. Talking about AIs, artificial intelligence, chat GPT, uh cactus ai olivia dunn uses cactus ai for lsu homework lsu says if you do that don't get caught uh alan alda on his podcast commissioned a script a mash script written by an ai ChatGPT, and did the acting with mike farrell 40 years after they cut the last mesh. And uh, it wasn't as good. It just wasn't as good. Making Alan Zweibel, who's a comedy writer, very happy. So where are you on the Otter? On the, on the AIs. I'm sorry. Where are you on the AIs? Otter AI is something that I use to transcribe interviews. And uh, by the way, Joe Satriani's interview is on NJ1015.com from last night, as well as Eric LeGrand's. Rocco is in Camden County on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rocco. Hey, how you
15: doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh it's just hearing this whole talk about AI it just makes my mind go crazy cuz I don't know if you heard about that uh TikTok where this guy was impersonating Tom Cruise but he was deep faking Tom Cruise's face onto his body so like it looked exactly like Tom Cruise. It's scary. Yeah, the whole thing of it is just it's just wild to me. Like if you think about like the future of it like they're able to take people's faces, put celebrities or even presidents or people in power put their faces
3: on people and then they can even use their voice now. Oh yeah, like them. There have been people who you could actually have a conversation with a president and yeah. you and he will talk to you, the president, based on the knowledge that he you know, the knowledge that history has of the president. So like you could say, well, what about this? What about that? Why well, I only did that because of this? And he's using information. You know, that's stored into the AI. I mean, the thing about it, you can't go forward. You can only go backwards. It only knows what it knows. It doesn't know what's going to happen. It's not going to give you a thought as to what could happen.
15: If if well, if you look at it like this way, there's there's AIs that are coming out where people can put in prompts to actually have the person's voice. Right. And people are making YouTube videos where you got the presidents in in video game lobbies with each other talking smack to each other.
3: It's. it's but it, right, but it only like I said, it, it's not original thought. They're using words. They're using stuff that's stored in the storage. Rocco, give me a TV show you want to bring back. Uh, we, well, uh, Sopranos. Another one with the Sopranos. You want it after, right? What do you, I want to see the scene after the last scene. Like what the outside of the restaurant, is there an ambulance there or is there a coroner's truck there? What's going on? That's what I want. Rocco, good stuff. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. You want some tiramisu? Where do you find out where it came from? Bill Spadia.
15: I love New Jersey. And what I'm asking you is to stick with me. And we're going to take the state back.
0: Weekday mornings on New Jersey 101.5. Are you digging in with me? And NJ1015.com. New Trenton, WKXWHD. It's
3: all right. It's all right. right. Oh, I'll tell you what's getting me through the night. Some of the most delicious tiramisu I have ever had in my life. Oh, my God. Luigi's tiramisu is in here. Luigi Pascal himself is in the studio right now. He makes the best tiramisu. Comes from the
16: other side, Luigi. Luigi, how are you? Good, how are you? I am doing great. Wanna say that Steve, thank you for having me here tonight. Oh, my pleasure. I my pleasure. So Honor to be here tonight. Thank you.
3: My pleasure. He brought tiramisu He brought he, he's, he's, a, he's Gemini's neighbor. I'm over Gemini's, no, Gemini's for dinner. He's G-
2: my brother in law.
3: He's your brother in law.
2: He's the one his wife made the homemade macaroni that you and your wife came over. That and was and it was delicious. That's the that, that last Sunday. And uh right oh, then you guys started talking after a lot of drinks of that vino. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> <laughs> He's my brother-in-law. I was trying to we, tell you. Yeah, no, I was. You confused. had a
3: good time. Oh, we had a great time. <laughs> I was. I'm telling you, man. We were talking about the tiramisu. Now, first of all, this is on oh. the website, right? That uh, you provide tiramisu to shop rights all over New Jersey and Pennsylvania, right? And, and New, New York, York State, yes. And also Kings and
16: some Kings. Oh, okay. And, and some, now, how long Stalin. have you
3: been in this country? Uh, 1998. I came over. Okay. Yes.
16: And did you bring the recipe with you for the tiramisu? Join it here. Uh, well, it, it's tiramisu. It's just a simple recipe uh, that are uh, you know every everybody in Italy in their, in their house they make it. Right. So so I, I had it with me, but I just you know I got it better when I got here working in restaurants. So, and your tiramisu, and, and is that's is the best. Uh, of course, that's, it of course. That's <laughs> but but you see, everybody makes
3: it the same, but you make it different. That's what makes yours so good. What what makes Luigi's tiramisu so good?
16: Um, I like like I said, so. Yeah, uh, good quality ingredients, right? Uh, and uh, and a lot of love. I so put love. a lot of love in the, into there that. There you go. But the, the ingredients are very simple. So you got to use uh, the lady fingers. You got to right. use the mascarpone cheese, and uh, I make the coffee with still like the mocha espresso coffee. So I don't use any any other stuff than that. No. So I brew coffee every single day. Wow. With those machine, the uh, the bialetti. Uh, mocha machine maker right. and uh, i put them on a the stove and they brew coffee all day long
3: and it's amazing and like you know the, the taste the way they all come together and blend it because i've had ter- i've had all kinds of tiramisu this really stands out this Thank was you. so good as luigi you got to come on and talk about this yes it's delicate uh, and um authentic italian and American then you italian. told me the story of how tiramisu came to be, and when you're talking about a lot of love, this this, t- this dessert was born out of a lot dessert, of love.
16: It's a dessert that is related to pleasure.
3: So
17: yes,
16: definitely for sure.
3: This was actually post pleasure.
16: Yeah. Tell me, tell me, <laughs> tell me the story of how the tiramisu
3: in a nice, a nice, clean environment. Okay, <laughs> tell me the okay. story how tiramisu came to be.
16: Well, tiramisu means like literally pick me up. That's the word tiramisu translated in English. Pick me it on. was it was um, invented, if we can say this word, in Treviso, which is northeast of Italy, right? Uh, in the eighteen hundreds, okay, when uh, there used to be house of pleasure back then, legally, the local house of ill repute. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this, this owner of the house used to offer uh, this dessert. At the end, you know, for for all the clients coming in after they were having some pleasure. They did their thing. (laughs) They did their thing, and then go home and be... Ready to also please their wives because you know they lost some energy somehow. So <laughs>
3: this this was but like the first
16: a, the first form of the, Viagra.
17: This, this uh, probably you yes. could yes. say right.
2: <laughs>
16: oh my God, you're good.
2: Right, this look good <laughs> Louis, You didn't cash in on this. <laughs> so <laughs> so we
16: had to talk to Steve ahead of time. The, the,
2: instead Viagra of the little cake.
16: pill, the big dessert. <laughs> the big dessert. The so big just dessert? all good ingredients like eggs and sugar and uh, cheese. The you know, brings energy back up. Coffee. Coffee. Yeah. yeah.
3: This is amazing. How long have you been making the tiramisu? How long have you been in business? Uh,
16: since 2012. Okay. So I've been always always in, uh, in the restaurant industry, but also started this business in 2012. Yes.
3: And what, me, what got you into tiramisu? Uh, of all the desserts you could have done. And don't tell me you found it one day when you went to the Because
16: honestly, this is the easiest way, uh, the easiest dessert to make. Mm-hmm. Trust me. So there is no you know, unless you bake your own lady fingers, but then there is no baking involved. So basically, only have to make sure that you have the right ingredients, the good quality ingredients, right. and put them together. So it's very easy to make. So it's it's a dessert that everybody in Italy makes. Every mom, grandma, grandma used to make years ago, and this goes back all the way. You know, tiramisu was something even before electricity was invented. So basically really? yeah. So, well, I can see
3: because the electricity that was burned from you know,
16: where it came from it was a lot of a lot of sparks were flying. and yeah. Next thing you know, we and, had tiramisu. And tiramisu is all related to the <laughs> Italian, like uh, the kitchen of the poor. Basically, the Italian food, uh, simple. Uh, the poor used poor people used to do. So basically, mom, grandma used to make for their own kids. They, cannot, they have no money to buy it like the, the fancy that's pastry. That's so true. So they used to just beat some eggs and sugar and then add on, you know, a little coffee if they had or a little marsala, if, if so, or any other liquor they can put it in. And then uh, when they had a little extra, they put some cheese. But basically comes from beating eggs and mm-hmm. sugar. That's it.
3: So many Italian dishes. Come from, you know, come from being poor. My yes. grandmother, yes. Uh, I remember my grandmother used to make something called cheese balls. And she would take the stale bread mm-hmm. and grate the stale bread and use it the way people would make a meatball. Yes. Or she would do it like that. Yes. And put a lot of, like, uh, Locatelli, Romano, Pescatelli cheese. and It was amazing. And, but a lot of it came from, I used to think the Depression but just the idea after learning about, the, you know, what the Italian-Americans went through, what it was like coming from this country. Oh, yeah. When you came to this country from Italy and you knew, you know, what it was like to, to eat in Italy, what it was like, what food was like in Italy. And you came to America and you saw the American version of Italian food.
16: Yes. What were your thoughts? Oh, that was a shock to me because I said, this is not Italian. So, uh-huh. when I the first thing that I've seen was like meatballs and pasta, so meatball, spaghetti and meatballs. So, it's something that you have here, but yeah. in Italy, so yes, you have the meatballs, but after the pasta. So, really, just to give an idea, yes. So, here, pasta is a, is a side dish, in Italy, is a main dish, right? So, here it's and spaghetti uh, and meatballs, and there it's spaghetti, then meatballs, then meatballs. You don't you don't mix together. You don't put anything on top of each other. So you enjoy separately. Right. Uh, chicken parm, it's another thing that I found here, but not in Italy. The only thing parm in Italy that I that I remember it was eggplant parmesan. That's it. Everything else is being Americanized. We have veal. See, I remember
3: eggplant parmesan. you don't see veal parmesan very much anymore. No, uh, but yeah, then came Chicken Parm. That was more of a Peyton Manning thing. I mean, that wasn't really an Italian thing. There was a football player who did a commercial for that. But what about pizza? What's the difference between pizza in Italy say and pizza here?
16: Pizza here, especially in New Jersey, mm-hmm. it's not. It's actually good. Oh, it's so, amazing. It's, it's not. It's not much. Much different than than Italy I have to say that I was in Italy a couple of weeks ago right. and I had a couple of pizza that were uh, not, you know I had better pizza in Jersey I said there you so go myself, yes no no pizza in New Jersey especially is probably you know one of the best states that we can have pizza here around so not much different and, uh, and uh, they import all those uh, brick ovens um, oven now that every, most of every the pizzeria has it, so wood, wood uh, using the wood to burn the, you know, to use, uh, for use, for making the pizza. So it's very similar, very, 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 very similar to Italian ones.
3: You know what so, I noticed when I went to Italy? Uh, there are a lot of dogs running around. Door. They have outside restaurants. There are a lot of dogs. Dogs run everywhere. And I remember we would go. We were in a restaurant, like an outdoor restaurant, and there were dogs running all through the tables. And we we didn't call. You know, we didn't care. We fed them. Uh, but when you go to the train station, the dogs are like laying on the tracks, and you're like, what the hell? Are you? And they oh, yeah. they know when to get up. Like they they don't care. Oh yeah. But you see a lot of that. And like when you like when you when you came here, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, and you see the desserts and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, how do the
16: desserts here compare to the Italian desserts? Uh, honestly, one of the reasons why maybe my tiramisu is really, you know, good and successful is because... Uh, you know it's a not lot, good. <laughs> a lot of desserts in America, honestly, are not good. Yeah. So I've seen, you know, like... Not good because they use a lot of sugar and a lot of chemicals, mm-hmm. and uh, color food and all that to make it like it look nice. But then, if you eat some of it, it's there is not much taste in the in desserts, no. uh, unless you go to specialty bakeries like in Brooklyn or or some fine you know bakery in New Jersey. Um, there are a few. You know that I saw sometime I go, but on a regular basis, like if you go to the regular supermarket, and you want to buy some, you know, except you know some Italian pastry or anything like that, uh-uh, no, not even close.
3: You want the good stuff. You go not to the shop rights where Luigi's tiramisu is. Luigi Pascal. I right, which of the shop
16: rights that we gotta find the Luigi's tiramisu? Which ones? Well, I'm about. Probably about around seventy supermarkets, 70 supermarkets throughout, Look at you. throughout New Jersey and uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Not all of them has it, so but most of them do. So some some supermarkets. So some shop rights are owned by families that they they make their own mm-hmm. tiramisu and they don't want to use uh, my, Just I don't know if they're, you know. It's not for competition. Maybe for numbers. You know. No, no, no. They make more money making their own. But oh, some, some some, uh, some rights don't have that commissary, and then they prefer using my tiramisu.
3: Well, we got the website, and we got it on yes. nj1015.com. How do we Start get in locator. touch with you?
16: Yes, through the <coughs> www.luigistiramisu.com. And then the store locator uh, will tell you all the uh, locations where to find my product.
3: All right. And it's so great having you here. Thanks again Thank for coming you. down, my friend.
16: Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, uh, my so God. I'm, I'm really honored to be here tonight. Thank you. Or it's, you'll be back. This is delicious. This is the radio that I listen every day, and I'm here tonight. Oh. This is so exciting. You're the one, huh? Thank All right. You, we appreciate Thank that. Thank you, John. Thank My you. pleasure. My brother-in-law, John. All right. Hey. Coming up, we got
3: Trevia, We got headlines and trevlines. And we're going to go eat soon now. Here's Fast Traffic. Good night. On a 1.5. Right, 1-800-283-101.5. Do let New Jersey 101.5 help with your next Target run. You can win a free $100 Target gift card from Hackensack Meridian Health. Download or visit our free New Jersey 101.5 app and enter today for your chance to win. Steve Trevelis. All right, we got Headlines and Trevelines coming up. We got Trevia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. And we're going to give you a movie digital download of The Old Way, starring Nicolas Cage. Old gunslinger Colton Briggs and his 12-year-old daughter faced the consequences of his past when an outlaw and his gang put the Colton's family in peril. Starring Oscar winner Nicolas Cage. Watch The Old Way on DVD, Blu-ray, and DVD now from Lionsgate. Or you could win it here on uh, Trevia on New Jersey 101.5. Jeffrey Paul is
17: here. What's up, pal? Hello, Steve uh, Trevelis. How are you? Uh,
3: we were talking about the
17: AIs before. I heard. What's your uh, opinion on the AI? Creepy. Are you scared? Am I scared of it? You know what? Did you ever see the movie AI? No. Okay. I, I, heard, I know it, but I have it. Jude Law, Holly Joel, Osmond. Uh, very, very. It, it gave you a 90s? Very, uh, no, this was early 2000s. Okay, right. I'm going to say this was about 2002. Yeah, late and, 90s, okay. right. Um, it gave you a very, very dark picture of what uh, AIs would be like and how they would be around forever. And you would just, like, just see how the evolution of mankind you know, kept progressing, but the AI stayed the same. But know, for thousands of years, and it, 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 it's kind of like the concept of space. When you think about space and how vast it is, right. time is the same way. But the AI stayed the same. Well, the AI can only the AI is Google.
3: The AI can't predict the future. It can only give you the past. You have to take what the AI is giving you and pivot from that to the future. So, like the, the episode of Mash. Right, you heard that? Uh, Alan Alda has a podcast. He commissioned a. Uh, he went to chat GPT He said, "Write me a MASH script." So it wrote a MASH script based on every episode of MASH that it knew, it based on the past. But when he said, "Make it funny," it didn't know how to make it funny. It only knew what was in the databank. It's go- AI is
17: Google. So it's... it's ChatGPT, it's Google. It's it, just a different form of Google. It's it's limited data. Now, this is the thing... Well, it's, it's it's limited to everything that's out there, but it's not going to give you a new thought. This is the thing with AI and what Luigi said. He makes that tiramisu with love. Now, you can interpret that any way you want, but is it's, you know, it's like real Italian. I'm sure your grandmother, when you were making sauce, how much sugar in? I don't know, a pinch, a little bit of this. You take this, okay? It wasn't a, a, an accurate measurement. No. It's 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 how it was. Right. It, it was based on feel. It's based on emotion, and, and that comes it out tasted of food better because your grandmother made it. That's right. The same and thing. If you didn't thing know like that. It'd be different.
3: Yeah. Well, Louis, I mean, the thing about the Italian people I notice from a big Italian family, when you, know, from, when you come from the other side, like Luigi does, it really is love. There's a,
17: they really love what they're doing and they make it you know, that know, it comes, it comes like, out in the that, food right. as opposed to something that would be mass produced or made by an A.I. But the AI, you
3: know, I, I'm taking it from the writing aspect. I'm taking it from the thought aspect, you know, because the, the idea, like the robot, the AI, the jobs that could be taken out, customer service, you know,
17: receptionist, uh, proofreading. Proofreading is easy, easiest data entry. Pro- proofreading would be great. But, yeah. but the customer service, when you're, talking, when you're talking about individuals, you're talking about the most unstable commodity in the world, okay? How do you take out the human element? They did that's the okay. problem. But I'm saying, that's, that's the thing I don't like about it. Uh-huh. Okay, I think there are certain functional things that an AI is grateful, like your example of the proofreading, perfect. But when it comes to dealing with people, you need people to deal with people. And they don't believe that. As a matter of fact, there have been surveys. There Who doesn't made, believe that? Um,
3: a lot of businesses that don't, of course you, they, they they don't use it. Because it's
17: cheaper for them to, to go with an AI. But if everybody's
3: doing it. You're it not make going it right? to be able to. And then when you finally get to that human, it doesn't speak your language. And that, you would have trouble. <laughs> it's, it's almost like you're, you're a penalty for getting that far. But you don't have that person fighting for you saying, all right, look, here's, here's the unique situation of what happened in my case. Oh, all right. Let me, I, I see. Let me take this to the supervisor and fix it. The AI is not going to do that. It's just going to keep recycling you to another prompt and another prompt. But like with the TV series, like with Mesh. What, reason, what didn't work with MASH, Larry Gelbart wrote the characters, knew the characters, knew how they would think, and could give them
17: new thoughts based on right now. Could there be AI couldn't do that? Could only give them what was in the databank. Could there be more advanced technology where AI, based on past data and, 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 and other similarity personality traits, could AI then f- predict how a person would think in the future and then base a script on that?
3: Uh, you could do that, but then again, it would come down to how you, you know, it would be an opinion on the script. So basically what you're saying well, is the same thing with, with gonna,
17: the human script as well, right?
3: I'm going to feed, right. I'm going to feed in all this information and based on this information, tell me what you would do. Almost like solving a math problem. A plus B, give me C. Right now, here's A plus B. Okay, great. Here's A plus B. A plus B, give me C. So if you could do that, and then it comes down to, again, you know, is what the AI tried to do. But it gave you C, but the C that it gave you, uh, I don't have the script in front of me, but the New York Times article basically talked about how they ended up making, the best joke they made had something to do with, uh, made, the joke that AI gave them, ChatGPT, made no sense in the script. But it was just a joke based on what they had. So it would be up for opinion. A plus B equals C. So here, based on what I've got, this is my thought going forward. And then you as a comedy writer or you as a content creator
17: says, that's not any good. Or you say, you know what, that's very good. So you're saying that, that, that artificial intelligence doesn't have a sense of humor and can't write a joke? Artificial intelligence doesn't have a sense of
3: humor. Of Can't so. it write a joke? Now that, again, A plus B equals C. Here are the ingredients for the joke. Give me the funny joke. If it, it, you know what's gonna happen? If it gives you, it'll give you a hundred jokes, you may find a couple of those lines funny. Do, 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 not because it's trying to be funny, but it's just giving you something Stevie, that could be funny. Here, here's another thing. About well, hold it. on, we got to do the other thing. Is I got I got Chad yeah. over there, and uh, you know, and, and he's going to give me jokes now. Here we go. <laughs> it's, it's not. He's real, by the way. Nine thirty. Now the latest New Jersey news. One Let us help you with your next Target run. You can win a free $100 Target gift card from Hackensack Meridian Health. Download or visit our free New Jersey 101.5 app and enter today for your chance to win. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevlies. Gemini is in the house.
2: Gemini uh, is in the house. I'm sorry, all the fans. Thank you. I just want to say thank you, all the fans that came out for the Thursday uh, thing at the over How the was parks. that, man? It was awesome, and yeah. we met many of the, the fans from here. Came oh, yeah? that won the, oh, th- the prizes know, right? there you was go. one of the uh, trips coming out, and um, you know uh, we gave out a couple of things. They had a really nice time. Mark and Justin, mm. part of the show blew it out Justin, yeah. Justin I saw the
3: pictures on Facebook oh my
2: god it was just uh, how
3: about uh, that here uh, he uh, comes now uh, down
2: yep. just uh blew it out with comedy and just uh, Justin is singing it out that guy it's unbelievable yeah
3: hey, I saw. I saw him singing an opera right he was uh, uh, doing an opera you do
2: not where do you get that in the in the middle of a no. was, wait g- ask, the, the ask glasses this gentleman. were breaking at the casinos I, it was I, beautiful I, my underwear just snapped perfect
17: <laughs> 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 uh, Jeff Paul went to the show, right? I, I gotta tell you, man. You know, it's like I go to support these guys. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to expect. You know, mm-hmm. it. I'm not saying because they're here and they're my friends, but it was an excellent, excellent show. We were talking outside before. What makes it so good is th- they're all talented in a different way. Yeah. And, uh, Rick Donner comes out first. He gets you know, I, I all week I can't get the impression of a turtle doing something out of my head <laughs> and, and Mark's dopey face and he has to do a Ron Jeremy bit at some point in his career
6: <laughs> <laughs> only
17: from the waist down Wait, just, Jeremy, just to get it started, started yeah. but but then it's just like just okay he's like okay we'll enjoy your mark ah they're taking him off and here comes Justin who's this guy and just blows you away with Queen, and he does some, some a little bit of opera. And you're like, oh, why are they taking him off now? And here comes Mark again. couple of great jokes. Bring on Gemini. And it's a, it's, it's three completely different acts, and then it all melds together at the end. And it's it, I'm telling you. Is that they, when they're saying you'll
3: never walk alone?
17: They, they, should. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should. They should do this with, with ropes and stools, okay? <laughs> that should be the grand finale. But, I mean, you guys got to take this on the road. Road. I mean, oh, it yeah. really. Well, is. they did. They took it to the parks yeah, casino. And you need more than that. I, I mean, it's guys. If you if they do this again and this show comes to your town, absolutely. I'm not just saying it. It is a really enjoyable show. I'm so proud of them. I oh, really was so you. great to see you guys. And do it on a weekend so I can go with you. Yeah, you're gonna be part of it, it really?
2: and it's and it is called. Tell them your name.
18: The Laugh Pack. The, the laugh, laugh
17: Pack. Laugh great pack. name. and a, g- Great. Great. Marketing. It looks and like the, the way pack, the yeah.
2: marketing is from the old, you know, Rap Pack, nothing but a bunch of street guys getting together and bringing their own sh- street
17: party. Johnny, this has 55 and older community written all over oh, it. Oh, look at yeah, this! No,
2: <laughs> just remember one thing: <laughs> just bring your ID. Bring the ID. Everybody bring picture ID. And I don't care if you win the war, you bring two ID. You know <laughs> what I mean? Just come on
3: down. We let you in for the. Remember one thing: you've either got or you haven't got
11: style. <laughs> what do we got? News.
18: Now it's time for headlines and Trevlines.
0: I read the news today. Oh.
6: Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing
4: news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? All right, that's the question, Rob Brown. All right, speaking of the rat pack, the city of Hoboken will host its annual My Way Sinatra Sing-Off. So
18: Cue <laughs> Raymond for Rocco. Exactly
4: I I yes, we, got we gotta we <laughs> gotta So literally what it is is the competition will be held June twenty second at six thirty PM at the Frank Sinatra Park on Sinatra Drive. So the directions are very easy. Oh I would like to make
18: sure you're gonna
3: win. I just want to make sure Hoboken is in good health. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah,
3: really. I want to make sure Hoboken is in good health. (laughs) And now we go (laughs) to
4: sing. I love that. All right. I think that's great. I, I think but. it's perfect. Um. Anyway, this is my favorite I one. I told you
3: the best one, though. When I opened for Martucci... uh, In Red Bank. It was during a pandemic. And we wanted to, like, go get Raymond and bring him down with a 22-piece orchestra behind (laughs) him, in tuxedo, singing to a whole bunch of masked people. But it it was just, he was, like, over two hours away, so we we couldn't do it. But that would have been, that was the first thing I thought of when I got the gig. I said, can we bring Raymond? And Raymond was too
4: far. We couldn't do it. But one day, one day. Hopefully. One of those days. But... I know out of the news. New Jersey, uh, New Jersey's second largest city, Jersey City's Mayor Steve Fulop. So this is what we were talking Fulop. about. Fulop. Thank you. As
3: in, Philip, you know what?
4: Because <laughs> that's what happened. So we also know him for being under fire for years uh, before, after being canceled during a reassessment in 2014, which would have properly owners with rising values. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> okay, so do here. So I was given a little bit more of the background of like who he is, but. In Rhode Island, he had a limited parking on the street, and he was having a problem with that. And he tried to pull, do you know who I am? And he tried, do you know who I am? <laughs> do you know who I am? Is there video of this? No, I I mean, there's got to be a body cam body out there. A body cam out there? Uh, tell me
17: you wouldn't love to see that. Do you know who I am? Did you ever see the Reese Witherspoon one? No. No. When, when her 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 boyfriend gets uh pulled over for drunk driving and then she comes out and she's also a little tipsy and she's like do you know who i am i'm wreathed with a spoon you know it's oh. uh, and and the officers not going to have any of it and it's great, and, and then, and then she's like she starts getting real catty, and the boyfriend kind of like you know, hey, listen, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really, really not with her, you know. Oh, <laughs> you know what? yeah, well, well you but it, the right.
3: last thing you want to do. I remember Michael Irvin; I was in trouble now, but there was another time when he they found him in a motel room, and he said to the cop, "Do you know who I am?" And I'm thinking, the last thing I would say to the cop in that situation, I would tell him I was anybody else. But did you ever hear Richard Jenny do the fight bit? where it may be on here listen to this hold on if you ever see a
1: fight in new york it takes hours to get the fight started they're much more interested in the argument than the fight
4: they can't just fight a guy
1: they gotta find stuff out about him first do you have a problem this is the key question to begin any kind of a fight do you have a problem And this takes a long time because nobody wants to admit it. So there's a long argument. No, I don't have a problem. Maybe you are the guy that has the problem. No, I don't have any problem. So check my pockets. If there's a problem, perhaps you are the guy that has it.
3: Because as for me, there is really no problem. And then he goes into from there he goes, next thing you get the introductions. Do you know who I am? Who the F are you? Do you know who I Who the F and it goes back and forth. They never hit each other. It just goes on. It's so true. <laughs> One of the best bits. Hold on. Heading out tonight? In New Jersey, 101.5. They got ninety-nine Luft balloons and three comedians to get you to eleven o'clock in that order. And and Rob Brown with the noose. That's right. All, All right. right. I got one this for you. This is what we waited for. This is it, boys. This is war.
4: In Jersey City, a four-foot-long python was found behind the refrigerator in a 29-floor apartment.
3: And it'll be opening for Gemini Saturday night. <laughs>
4: it's going to be as close. missing.
3: He makes it disappear. <laughs> Just part of it
4: Do you want to know what the snake's name is?
2: Please tell me it's a Gemini Insert
4: comedy club out. owner's name here <laughs> <laughs> Banana 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 Banana. banana. Oh my God, that's hard. For a snake, I I don't know if banana is the best It's a yellow snake I did see what the photo of what the snake does look like But banana, <laughs> banana. Okay So uh, but the banana, the, not 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 the actual fruit, but the snake, right. uh, its owner hasn't come yet to, to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know, like, how do they know that the like snake's name is banana?
3: Yeah, really. Does a snake wear a little like if you if lost, my name is Banana. <laughs> Take me to the nearest. Snakes, snakes don't have, got have a little thing anything. on his collar. I don't know. How would if it
18: speaks English, Spanish, French? Really? This
4: snake could speak anything.
3: Could have been plantain. How <laughs> would you know <laughs> what the name of the snake is? Also, how did you
4: find it like behind the refrigerator? Are you uh, are, are you exchanging a new refrigerator and then would you look at that?
3: My cousin Woo-hoo. Greg. At one point in his life, uh, back in the days of a place called the Band, my cousin, they had a, in, in this bar in Union City, they had this giant snake, like in a, in a tank uh, behind the bar. So my cousin wanted a snake of his own. And he and his brother rented an apartment uh, pretty close. And they had like a python, like a 15-foot like python or whatever. I don't know what the, but it got out. And same thing. It ended up they found it, but they couldn't find it anywhere. They found it behind the refrigerator.
17: Are they poisonous? A the python, or are they the
3: ones that kind of crush it? I don't. i got to. Yeah. I got to say no. I don't think these guys would have a poisonous snake. But the nah. snake got right. out. And imagine you're here. You are, you are. The ones that
17: kind of like wrap themselves around. That's you the idea. Poise.
3: The python does that. He wraps himself around. You, you don't even realize that, what's that, happening. Is it that or is until, that a cobra?
17: I'm That's pretty a sure constrictor. <laughs>
2: It is the a barrier. Okay, anything fifteen feet. Uh
17: huh. <laughs> no, they, I, but you can call it banana.
1: <laughs>
2: you can actually, call it,
1: you it's know, an anaconda.
17: No, uh, uh, that, that was the North battle plan in the Civil War. It was called the Anaconda Plan because like an anaconda, it would wrap itself around you, squeeze you out, and suffocate you. Jeff, what, what do you not
4: know, do. know, dude? You have so much
17: information. Yeah, they're called books, man. And oh it, man! Oh, oh man, man!
3: All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, let me let me clear. This up for the class. Uh, many snakes kill their prey with venom, but boas and pythons kill by squeezing or constricting their prey. And from there, we go to trivia.
0: <laughs> At New Jersey 101.5, every Friday is a Blue Friday. Friday mornings at 835, join Bill Spadia as he honors New Jersey law enforcement. Nominate a Garden State officer who goes above and beyond the call of duty at nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Dr. Jody Sarah from the Center for Natural Health and Rehabilitation. Make every Friday a Blue Friday with Bill Spadia and New Jersey 101.5. WKXW Trenton, WKXWHD, attend. And hey, ben. Now the
9: show that asks the musical question, What else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trevia. with your host, voted the most trivial man in New Jersey.
3: I'm sorry, that's trivial Steve Trevolilis. All right. Thank you very much, Dennis Pardo. Welcome to Trevia Music, Movies, Television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. It's a show that asks the musical question, who is going to win a digital download of the movie The Old Way, starring Nicolas Cage? That's what we're playing for tonight. And uh, all you got to do is get the multiple choice question right, and you will get this movie in your house. We're supposed to get snow, so if we get snow, you could sit back and watch the movie, right? All right, we've got, uh, what category you got there, Jeffrey Paul? I, I don't know do I got? TV tonight where's my producer did my producer pass out the categories alright
17: we got Rick Adonis. has got you got movies I, you know, I think, or you I'm got not. television I'll, I'll, I'll take well, music too
3: alright you got music what do I you got all right, everybody go grab a category. This is stuff we're supposed to do during the break, right? Uh, and we got Nick, Nick from the Bronx, from 107.7, the Bronx. Any further, they're in your glove compartment. And here he is tonight making his New Jersey 101.5 debut. What's up, Nicky? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good, yeah. All right. Nice night. What category you got? Um, You got TV tv he's got tv there we go. all right Nick. in what's your last name nick wikowski nick wikowski yeah, man you do mornings
0: yes i do all yeah, right yeah, 7
3: 30 to 9 and you're gonna be on tomorrow morning yes really yeah so you I get no sleep tonight uh never but what a night you've got yeah <laughs> gemini's got new jersey and uh rickadonna what do you got marco i got movies mark's got movies jeff's got tv i got uh music. Music. Who's got the Oh, you got television. All right. Gemini on New Jersey. Uh, television with uh, Nick. Movies with Rick Adana, Donna. And music with uh, Jeffrey Paul. And I've got New Jersey 101.5. And, of course, we start this the way we always do, with uh, a, a song from the one and only Raymond from Rockaway. Bonazera. Raymond? Bonazera to everybody. Raymond, uh, there's, a, there's a contest in Hoboken, you know, on June 22nd. Uh-huh. A Sinatra. We were talking about you earlier, Raymond.
5: I hope everybody's in good health. That's my most important thing.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We passed out uh, the vitamins. I
5: have, a, I have a little joke I heard today. Oh, yeah? one. Okay, what uh, do you got? Three old guys are out walking. Right. First one says windy, isn't it? Second one says, "No, it's Thursday." Uh, says, so I am, am I? Let go and get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> He's
3: a song and dance man. <laughs> He's a triple threat. <laughs> He's like Joey Bishop before he does the Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are we singing tonight, Raymond? Oh, my my buddy Tony Benito.
18: Nice, nice. There we go. A story is own. Bennett. Okay. The loveliness of Paris seems
5: somehow sadly gay. The glory that was Rome is of another day. I've been terribly alone and forgotten in Manhattan, and I'm coming home. To my city by the bay, I left my heart in San Francisco. High on a hill, it calls to me to be a little cable cars. Climb highway to the stars, and the morning fog will chill the air. My love waits there in San Francisco Above the blue and windy sea When I come home to you, San Francisco Your golden sun will shine
3: to me Raymond, that was beautiful. All right. All right, Raymond. We got a movie now. You don't have to leave the house. You like Nicolas Cage? Of course you like Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Oh, sure. This is a movie. Okay, what is your category?
5: My favorite state of New
2: Jersey.
3: All right, Gemini. His favorite state, Gemini.
2: All right, that was a good song this week. Very good. Very, very, very good. All right. Well, I I know you're going to know this one, and and we're always trying to hope that you win, being honest. I hope so. You know, so don't say, oh, my God, you asked me that last week, okay? So don't say that, okay? (laughs) You know, because it makes me feel, you know, like, oh, my God, I I can't remember what I asked you the week before, but I want you to win. So here it is. The first drive-in movie theater opened... In 1933, I don't know if it was the year you were around. I'm not saying anything. It just, <laughs> No, know. no, I
5: wasn't born yet. Okay, because you're a young guy. You know what I mean?
2: You 19- could have been conceived. Could have been conceived, right. as Steve says, okay? So we don't know your parents. No. <laughs> the world's first boardwalk was built. Oh, no, no. The movie the, theater. The first the movie. drive-in movie theater opened in 1933 in what city? Okay, Hoboken, Vinland? Violin. Vinland? Vinland. Violin. Violin. <laughs> Viol- I'm sorry. I'm not from over here. We don't have no violin in Brooklyn. We got 33rd, 34th, 35th Street. Okay. So Hoboken, Violin, Camden, and Atlantic City. Where, where was the first, you know, drive-in? Where did you go when you wanted to, you know, make out and everything?
5: Vinland.
3: Hey, Yeah. And he knew it. And he knew it. All right, let's go to Meg in Doylestown on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Meg. Hey, Steve. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Hey, good. Good, Meg. How are you? Good. Thanks. Did you have a good day, Meg.
7: Um. Yeah.
3: What's the best I thing happened to you today? I got to you guys. Oh, you had a miserable day today, Meg. <laughs> <laughs>
11: this,
3: is, this is the best day, Meg. You better go to sleep after this.
7: You guys are great. Oh, and man. Raymond was terrific.
3: Isn't he amazing? I'm telling you. Love he Raymond. sure is. Well, all right, Meg, what's your category? Music.
17: All right, Jeffrey Paul. Okay, here we go. Some music. All right. Um, name the Yankee. In the Simon and Garfunkel song, Mrs. Robinson. Is it A, Babe Ruth? Is it B, Alex Rodriguez? Is it C, Joe DiMaggio? Or D, is it Lou Gehrig? Joe DiMaggio.
3: Yeah. You got it. Where have you gone? Severino Sanchez. <laughs>
17: Even you don't know that name. Of course they do. Third <laughs> Baseman. Oh, my God. You do know that name? <laughs> <With> Jimmy Lytle? <laughs> Jimmy Lytle. Jimmy Lytle. I, uh Outfielder. Him and not yeah,
3: Okay, all right. How about
17: Oscar Gamble with the course, head with the frog from the <laughs> Cleveland Indians?
3: All right, let's go to Skippy's in Staten Island on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, hey, Skippy. Hey, how you doing? Especially
17: uh Jeffrey Paul. What's up, Jeff? Hello, Skippy. How's it going, bud? It's it's going, baby. It's going. Always good to hear from Skip. All right. You have a good
13: day today, Skippy. Had a great day. Had a great day. Slept half of it.
2: There you
17: go. <laughs> was he the guy that came to the show? No, this is a different Oh, guy. it's a different skip. no, the Skippy. Other Skippy. Supposed, I'll go back. Skippy was supposed to go, and then he wound up having to do overtime. Oh. oh. What big do you do, fan Skippy? I'm going of you, yes. at midnight
13: that night. I'm, I'm sorry I
3: missed it. No, you didn't miss mine. You did, actually. I missed it too, Skippy. Don't I'm sad you it. missed it because we did that one for the skipper. Yes. <laughs> the Gilligan bit. <laughs> what, what is your category, Skippy? I'll go movies. All right, movies.
18: Movies. Here we go. Who was the word man in Eddie and the Cruisers? Was it a Tom Berenger? B. Burt Lancaster? C. Joe Pantoliano? Pantoliano? Or D. Joe Pesci?
5: I'm sorry. Who was the what in Eddie and the Cruisers? The word man. The word man. The word man. Give me the
18: choices one a, more time, I'm Tom, sorry. Uh, A is Tom Berenger, B, Burnt Lancaster, C, Joey Pants, or D, Joe Pesci.
5: It
11: was
18: Tom
3: Berenger. Hey, hey Skippy, hey. Look hey. that? You got to get up pretty right early in the morning to fool Skippy. He loves movies. Like really, that. we got up at four a.m. Is uh, <laughs> fast traffic. 101.5 Steve Trevelese. Gemini. And we got Nick Witkowski. That's it, yeah. There you right. go. Nick Witkowski from 107.7 Dumberank. And then we got Mark Rickadana. That's right. And we got Jeffrey Paul. That's right, we're in the house. And uh we're doing Trevia. Getting Away. A digital download of the movie The Old Way, starring Nicolas Cage. Old gunslinging Colton Briggs and his 12-year-old daughter faced the consequences of his past when an outlaw and his gang put Colton's family in peril. Starring Oscar winner Nicolas Cage watched the old way on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the new way? <laughs> <laughs> right? Watch it the new way. The, the, old, the way, old way. But the, watch it the new. The way. old way would be to go to a theater and watch it. Yeah. You can watch the old way, the new way on digital Blu-ray and DVD now from Lionsgate. But we will hook you up so you don't even have to leave the house. You don't have to overpay for popcorn. You don't have to like take out a second mortgage to get the right seat in the theater because now they tell you where you could sit in the theater as opposed to just go to the theater and sit the out lawlessly. Wonder about? Yeah. I mean, it used to be you walk in, want
17: to see a movie? Let's go. Let's go to movies. Next thing you want, did you pay for your seat three hours ago? You know, what, a, what a great business model. Okay, uh, a dying industry. We're going to raise prices and make it harder for you to get tickets.
18: Surprisingly, it's not going to work. <laughs> well, the theater doesn't yes. make any money on the movie. They don't? Only they don't. The, the movie companies make the money on mm-hmm. the movie. So the theater has to overcharge for the popcorn, the candy yeah. to pay the rent. It's yeah, like a but let me, let me light, throw this so.
3: by you. Before we get to Pete from Ewing, this is where Pete don't hang up. Let me, th- 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 let me throw this by you. If you have a theater that holds, what's the average
17: seating of a theater? 100 seats? Uh, it, I think Would you say? Th- Not you anymore.
18: Know. Now they put lounge chairs. Yeah. If,
17: All right, so 100, 100 lounge chairs. chairs. But some are bigger. So I've, I've, I've been in theaters where 178. Is, All right, so you you, like go, in the,
3: you go into the theater
17: you go in, you walk upstairs,
3: and it's huge, right? And you got the set. It's very comfortable. Nothing gets I that. love movie theaters. But movie if you theater. go into the theater, and let's say it's 100 seats. And what do they fill average? Maybe 20, 30 seats? Not even, they're hardly ever filled up Less. anymore. Be good, well, less right? Has to
0: be
17: less. Okay. I went last
0: week, and there were probably. Do like you go on the weekend? Twenty, 20 no, people really in the theater. No, it was like a well. It yeah. was a Tuesday night. Because so.
17: like because like us, we'll go to to the movies <coughs> during the week on a weekday when no one goes. Yeah. I haven't yeah, gone, gone, I haven't cheaper. gone to a movie theater on a weekend probably in twenty years.
18: I went with. I here's what here's where they make their money. Uh-huh. Go to a
3: kids. Go to an animated oh, yeah. show, well, that's all it takes. but and you can't get a seat. But, yeah. but my, my point is well, this: if you did the afternoons, then, if you did like like the matinees or whatever, and you said, you know what, we're going to take all the food, and it's only going to be like whatever whatever you want, five bucks. And would you not pack that theater at the cheaper price? Is it better to have more people for less money than to have less people and charge them more?
0: I think I think it's more people less money because of word of mouth. That's but what I'm I thinking price right?
18: this I, is what yeah. comedy clubs have been fighting about for decades if they should have a higher number to keep the riffraff out the price is up so they have a higher but the riffraff goes out. anyway if you have a 50 ticket i doubt someone's going to come in drunk and start heckling
3: it pays 50 bucks to go to a comedy club do they really you include yeah. a drink in there they will yeah. Well, if you're doing the two-drink minimum, that's the rent, though. That's the rent for the door deal. It's the it's it's built-in
17: uh, price.
18: Yeah. But, I'll show you some theaters up in New England that are nicer venues. But the that theater's different. That kind
3: of money. You, I'm talking but a theater for movies. Now, a theater for a show is a different thing. Yeah. But the idea that if you're saying, you know what, we're going to charge you, uh, we're going to charge you whatever the movie price is. So you say $9 to get into the movie. But everything in the movie is going to be five bucks. Like if you were, It used to be you, you go to a Trenton Thunder game. Mm-hmm. And like if you go see the Phillies, you're going to spend hundreds of dollars. But if you go by the time you get done with the tickets and the food and everything, the parking and all that, yeah. Trenton Thunder, two bucks to park, ten dollars for the ticket. You'd go in. They got tables of all the souvenirs. Anything you want, five bucks. So you're taking the kids and you're at it there for less than 50 bucks with a cup with you and
17: a cup and your kids. Yeah, but the difference between a Trenton Thunder game and a Phillies game is the overhead. You know, how how much is uh hopper making alone. No, no, I understand that, but I'm saying it's just like a cheaper game, so that's how you're going to get your people. So it's a cheaper price. You don't you don't yeah. know but the people players, will the go the is, is is fun, but it's fine, but it's not You're selling as good. You're selling baseball.
0: You have to think of a casual fan though because if you're just, you know, college kids in a group setting wanting to have fun. You want a place to hang. Oh, you're going to go there. Right. You're going to go there. Well, Dollar Dog
3: Night is another affordable. spot down, yeah. down Citizen Bank Park. But my point is not about the quality of play, but just the idea that because it's cheaper, you would get more people. If I'm going to introduce my kids to baseball, like, kids will go because like that's how I met John Moses. Because really? John Moses was the guy who ran all the events at the Thunder Games. He was the guy in between. And now I'm going to go, like I'm chose the couch cushions. <laughs> and they'd bring out the couch cushion. He was the MC. I'm bringing that up to him. Man. Oh, he's, like, I love I'm John. The John's the, the best. Yeah, I know. Uh, wait, John but, yeah. Moses is the comedian? No, no. John Moses is the uh, head of uh, the, tr- the Rider College radio, radio yeah, station. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Let's get Pete and Ewing on. By the way, it's Trevia. Pete, what's <laughs> happening? Here's to you, Steve Trevelis. Jersey loves you more than you know. God bless you, Pete. I'm sorry, my headphones went out. Could you say that again? I missed something. <laughs> All right, what do we got, Pete? What's your category, my friend? Uh, I hope, uh,
6: you know, Johnny enjoyed his vacation from me last week. But, well, um, you know, I didn't call in and bust his chops. But we'll go with uh, TV.
3: All right, who's got the TV? Oh, oh, that would be Nikki. Thank you. All right. TV Nick. TV question. He's Let's Nick at night. All right. Chicken
0: Charles Good. in Charge best friend was named A, Skippy, B, Buddy, C, Potsy, or D, Goofy? Buddy LeBec. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
18: There you go. Look at this. I wonder if Buddy LeBec is related to Eddie LeBeck from <laughs> Cheers. Ah, yeah. maybe that is, right? Carla's uh, Flame. Did you, know- Did you know who played him? I, can't, I know his face right now. I can
17: Steve, him. you have to know who played Eddie LeBeck. You have to know it. Jay Thomas, right? I was going to say, come on, he's a radio guy. Jay Thomas. He's the guy who did the mornings on K-Rock before
3: Howard Stern. That's right. And everybody loved him at the station. He was such a nice guy. And then, uh, <laughs> do you know Skippy from Family Ties?
18: Yeah, he plays
3: Mark Price. He plays he does, everywhere. He does comedy.
18: Yeah, he's a he sells out B-rooms across this nation.
3: <laughs> I did a show with him and Rain Pryor. Oh, nice. On uh, the same bill. I like at Catch a Rising a Star. Yeah, and uh, she was the feature. And he was the, uh, I guess he was the headliner. Uh, you know, Skippy from Family Ties. And then Marsha Warfield was doing comedy. She's great. She's awesome. She should go back to Night Court. They could use her. Right? I mean, you know what? Because they brought Fielding back. Have you seen the new Night Court? I haven't no. watched it. I, Night
18: Court is one of my favorite shows. It's where I learned everything about dating. Bring it Dan back. Uh,
3: well, you know what? He's now, he's a different Dan now. Oh. But bring, br- Melissa Rauch plays Henry Stone's daughter. The idea that Henry Stone died and Melissa always wanted, she actually went to school, got the job to follow in her father's footsteps. So she's the judge. And they got Dan Fielding, and they got some new people. I like Monkey Post on that show. Oh, she was a doll. Apparently, her and the, the President and Clinton had a little thing going on. No. Google. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, from, what, from what the AI tells me, I don't know. It's 1030. Now, the latest New Jersey news from point five. New Jersey weather brought you by the New Jersey Golf Show. It may be winter outside, but inside the New Jersey Expo Center, it's golf season. The New Jersey Golf and Travel Show is March 11th and 12th. Shop, compare, and save on golf equipment, apparel and accessories, even vacation packages. For tickets, go to NewJerseyGolfShow.com. All right, Steve Trebleese, here's the deal. You call in right now. We will give you the easiest questions in creation. For the first time in Trevia history, we have no callers. So I want you guys to win a digital download. <laughs> What's the matter? Movie. You guys don't like Nick Cage? A digital download of the movie The Old Way starring Nicolas Cage. Old gunsling Colton brings old
17: gunsling Colton. Wait, wait, wait Mark, w- w- was that was that Nick Cage? Kind of. I, I oh, that was a Nick Cage. I didn't realize. Wait, I thought that. I thought it was brother Evan Cage. Evan Cage. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought.
18: Here, I don't do celebrity impersonations, but I do the sounds of celebrity. This wasn't that Simon and Garfunkel.
3: <laughs> that was the sounds of
18: celebrity. Here's Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that just Robin open. Williams.
3: <laughs> Old gunsling. Colton Briggs and his 12-year-old daughter faced the consequences of his past when an outlaw in his gang put Colton's family in peril. Starring Oscar winner Nicolas Cage. Watch Come The Old Way. Come on, Aldway. get in the saddle. Watch The Old Way on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD now from Lionsgate. You call, we will give you the easiest friggin' questions that you have ever had in your life one 283 1015 Questions so easy, you couldn't screw them up if you tried. How about movie lines? We will ask your name, and you can have your driver's license in front of you when you answer. It is that easy. 1-800-283-101.5. Gemini's got New Jersey. And uh, Nick uh, Wachowski, he has the uh, television. Mark Rickadana has movies. And Jeffrey Paul has music because he's got a music
17: podcast called "Who's Your Band," which I have done. And you, you are a Beatles savant on that. How about that, huh? It was crazy. But how about if we threw movie lines at at, at the calls and see if they can pick that up? Like, All if, right. like if I went like this to you, okay? okay I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on Rick Adana and do my impression. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> Mug guy, what is it? Well, I don't watch movies much. I don't get you that. You don't know what's in the
18: box. I did the pop, Steve. What's in the Stay box? Stay in the car. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing bad celebrity impersonation night here. Yes. Who said that? It has come to this.
2: Who said that? What's
17: in the box? Come on, man. I don't know. Somebody, Somebody called. Is it, it, it was, in Saturday it Night was, Fever? It was, no, it wasn't Saturday Night Fever? <laughs> Fever. Come on, seven. Who, seven. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Who's in the box? I never What's saw seven. The box?
3: Oh my, I don't know. I
17: Did you, you ever see seven?
3: No. Did you ever oh, see uh, Dog Day God. Afternoon? Of course. Or, what country do you want to go to? Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> you go to any country you want. What country do you want to go to? Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> that was a true story, too. Yes. How yep. about that? All right. 5, Easiest questions ever. How um, about this question? See, Nick, I'm trying to tell Nick, look, this is, real, this is what life is like at the big-time radio stations. like, you mean you guys do contests and nobody calls? <laughs> Call in and give us
18: your favorite bad Nicolas Cage line because he has like four in every movie.
3: They're paying for this. You can't did make Did you fun guys ever see cage. one of his first movies? I'm a ones? huge
18: fan. Oh, all right. <laughs> Put the bunny in the box. Great <laughs> <laughs> movie. <laughs> Great
17: movie. Raising Arizona? You, yeah, uh, no, that's uh, from Conan. Uh, kind of that. Oh, you, that one I know. Did <laughs> you ever see Valley Girl? No. Oh, <laughs> one of his first uh, movies? Uh, it's uh, yeah? so bad. It, it really is. Like, it, it's looked like he's like on meth throughout the whole thing. It's like, uh. <laughs> uh, 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 He's I done some good you. movies. <laughs> He's <laughs> done some great movies. Yeah. I, Even I,
18: Vegas is a great movie. Oh my God! And uh, what's the one? Con Air I thought it was a great movie. I great love movie. Con
17: Air. Yeah. Worst. Also, worst name. Cyrus the Virus. Stop! <laughs> it's, it's, come on, it's ridiculous! It's a terrible name. Right, hold on, hold on. Let's go to Let's go to Sherry and Monroe.
3: Sherry, baby,
17: where you been? Oh, I'm sorry, Cyrus the Virus. Oh. It's a real character's name. It's so brutal. Like yo, it, like it sounds like, like the Morning Man. Cyrus the Virus Witcher. Like, if you ever saw Days of Thunder, Tom Cruise's name like, was Dick Trickle. That was his name. It's a real character's name in a movie. It was on, also a- his
3: character flaw. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
17: All
3: right, Sherry, what's your category? I love
7: it, wait, babe. Uh, bon comple' I know, Stefan.
3: Okay. What's your category? <laughs> Muy bien. What's your category?
7: No, no. Happy birthday.
3: Oh, thank you. It's not my birthday yet. I'm
7: glad you had some tiramiso today.
3: Oh, it was oh, delicious. So
7: I, I was so hoping to win on the lottery tickets that I could send you food again, but, you know, that was good. You had some tiramiso.
3: Well, dear, we're going we're gonna to get your digital downloads. So you can watch a nice movie. <laughs> you can cuddle up with Nicolas Cage.
7: No, but I'm also thinking... Can we get, like,
3: a GoFundMe page for Raymond? A Go... What's wrong with Raymond? You want a GoFundMe page for Raymond? Why?
7: Well, to bring him to the Hoboken.
3: Oh, right. <laughs> right. Guys, say-
7: come on. You all can do that. That would
3: <laughs> be pretty cool, man. We could film him doing it. That
18: should be today. Everybody call in. Let's, let's <laughs> brainstorm
3: on getting right. Raymond. <laughs> Raymond the Hoboken. <laughs> I'll go pick him up. Is it a nighttime or is it a daytime? It's 6 o'clock at night, right?
7: Either way, if we can get the big yellow van to bring him up.
3: Oh, yeah, okay, all right. He gets out of the van. <laughs> yeah, to the moon. I like that, right. not, you know. All right. all right, Sherry, what's your category?
7: Oh, no, wait, 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 wait.
3: There's more. Yeah, Sherry.
7: Well, wait,
18: there's more. <laughs> wait, no, way, way, wait, wait. Okay. to
7: make Steve, I have to make a confession. What's that? So who's the one that plays the priest best?
3: <laughs> that would be Gemini. <laughs> he hears confessions. What do you mean the priest passed?
2: What does that mean? What, well, uh, all
7: right. You're going to do it. My father. But how was it going? Oh, oh. I'm forgetting now. Oh. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been four days since my last confession.
2: Oh, my God. I'm getting nervous.
7: <laughs> oh
17: my God. She's speaking in tongues.
7: I, I ordered canned.
17: Grandma cotto. What?
7: I don't know what that
3: is, but I'm going to dump it.
17: you yeah, Sherry, no, no. have you been, have you been touching the vino tonight? Sherry.
3: Sherry's been out the Sherry. It's all
17: good.
3: It's all good. Okay. It's all good. What's your category, Sherry?
17: It's all
7: good. It's for the pastella. Oh. You know, you make the wheat berries and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm cheating this year.
3: <laughs> that's why she goes to confession. I Really? To
7: confession again. So uh, all right. that's why I was confessing. I,
3: I gotta hit a break, Sherry. Do you want to come up? She's do you wanna named question? after drink of choice. I,
7: not yet, but go ahead.
3: Okay. All right. I'll talk to you later. Jersey Radio. The St. Patrick's Day, New Jersey 101.5 is giving you the luck of the Irish. You can win free New Jersey Lottery Scratch Offs plus a Wegmans gift card. Just listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our app to win free New Jersey Lottery Scratch Offs and a Wegmans gift card. There's three lucky winners every weekday thanks to our sponsor, New Jersey Lottery and Wegmans Food Market. Stop by your local store or order at Wegmans.com. May the luck of the Irish be with you. From New Jersey, 101.5. All right, here we go. Trevia, the final round. Gemini's got New Jersey. Nick has got television. Mark has got movies. Jeff has got music. And Barry is in South Plainfield to start us off. What's up, Barry? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, how about you? Not bad. Not bad, you sure? No. <laughs> You're not sure? All right. I like that he's honest. Did you have a good day today, Barry? Actually, yeah, I did. What's the best thing happened to you today? Well, I had
5: my uh, rehearsal with my Parkinson's group.
3: Nice. You sing?
5: Yeah. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you sing? I sing uh, with the Parkinson's, people with uh, disability with Parkinson's. Oh, things. wow.
3: So what are you going to you? What are you singing now?
5: Uh, well, a bunch of stuff, but uh, let's see. Uh, we, we will rock you. Uh, we're going to be doing that one for our concert coming up on the 19th in Metuchen High School. Nice. Um, yeah.
3: My kids, uh, um, play. they go to a football camp in Metuchen on Sundays. Oh. And the, you know the Metuchen Sportsplex?
5: Yeah. They mm-hmm. go over there. Oh,
3: that's cool. Yeah, and then we go to Krause's across the street and get the sandwiches. <laughs> so it's a, it's a whole Sunday thing, you know. Nice All right. Town. Oh, it is, really. Barry, what's your category? Uh,
5: let's go with uh, New
3: Jersey 101.5 this time. New Jersey 101.5. All yeah, right. I give you. Are you a Nicolas Cage fan, Barry?
5: Uh, Some of his stuff, but... uh. Of
3: course you are. Of course you are. Okay. Barry, big Nicolas Cage fan. Name the host who does a segment called Small Business Monday. Would that be Bill Spadia, Dennis and Judy, Big Joe Henry, Deminsky and Doyle? That would be Bill Spadia. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even think I would do Small Business Monday. My name's not even on here, right? I'm, I, I would help the small businesses. I would do that. I'm a small business guy, Mikey. Come on. I can do that. Vince
19: is in New Egypt. Hi, Vince. Hello there, Steve. How's it going, gang? What's going on, everybody? Doing good. How about you? Good, man. You're actually talking to a big Nicolas Cage fan, man. I just <laughs> recently watched a movie out of his called uh, Color Out of Space. It's nice. uh fact based off a Lovecraftian horror kind of movie. Well, really it I mean, was that very, lot. very strange. One of the strangest movies I've ever seen in my life.
3: What made it so strange?
19: Well, so Nick Cage and his family, they live in a farm, right? And some meteor crashes. Right. And it changes the whole dynamic of uh, the location of his house. And they all slowly start to go insane.
17: All right. And, uh, <laughs> usually doesn't even go to now. the movie. <laughs> Is it better than Wicker Man? Nothing's Wicker
3: better Man. than
19: Wicker um, Man. You know what? I never saw Wicker Man, but I heard that was a really good movie. But this is really strange. If you're into like strange movies, mm-hmm. yeah. Nicolas Cage and Color Out of Space will blow your mind. Give it a chance.
3: All right, let's give you see a another chance. one
19: of his movies. Actually.
3: All right. What's your category?
19: Uh, I will go. Um, well, since we're talking movies, let's go movies, huh? All,
18: All right. right. Here we go. And Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, what New Jersey town do they finally end up getting White Castle in?
19: Is it A, Freehold? Uh, I think I know this one, right? Yeah. Go ahead. So, there there was no White Castle, but it was in Cherry Hill, right? Yeah, oh. yeah you Vince. You got another Nicolas Cage movie to add to your
3: collection. All right. How about it. that? I love a happy ending. I love when you go out on a note like this. Not only did we give away the Nicolas Cage movie, we gave it away to a Nicolas Cage fan.
11: Yes. Now,
18: that's the way it should be. Vince will remember this quote. How in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell? (laughs) (laughs)
14: Hot (laughs) air. All
2: right. Uh, Gemini, where are you going to be? Oh my god, just tomorrow, man. If you tomorrow if you wanna come, we are doing a benefit. Me and my buddy, Mr. Jeff Norris. We are with Need We Feed. A Need We Feed. And it's right over at uh Capone's little pizza parlor over there. It's not a pizza parlor, he's got a big restaurant. I'm sorry. I love his pizza, so I always think of his pizza. But it's right in Tom's River, man, so just go to Capone's in Tom's River tomorrow. We're doing a great benefit, man, Jeff and I.
18: Mark? I'm on the road to Boston, then to Montana, to D.C., so I'm not back in the area until March 24th. You can see me at Glenn's side at the Royal. We're doing Ready, Set, Joke, a completely improvised stand-up comedy show.
17: And Jeffrey? Let's see. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm in Manhattan at uh, Three Monkeys Comedy, and uh, over the weekend, I'm in Connecticut, and next week, I'll be at Rhino Comedy, and I'll also be headlining uh, Levity Live VIP Room uh, on the 18th. I'll be at the comedy cabaret in Doylestown
3: Saturday night. Until tomorrow, and Nick will be on the radio in about six hours. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the the bronch. All right, let's do this again next week. I'll do it tomorrow. We'll
0: Jaminsky and Doyle. I'm- this has been the Steve Travelis Show on Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.